This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know What is poppin' everybody, and welcome back to another Only Friends podcast. And you know, I'm here with my only friends. We got the whole squad in the building. As always, the number two person that you see at the Only Friends podcast, Matthew Berkey. You know, if I'm the number two, Conrad, uh, perhaps, perhaps you can start paying the bills. No, you're the number two person that we see at the podcast. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So where's my ranking? Anyway, we got Lamanna. We got. What up? <laughs> I feel. I feel like this blanket is. Uh, you look good, Cuz. <laughs> I really hope you're just waiting to say that the whole time. No, it literally just came to me. Cuz, you look good. I'm you still. Good. I'm still processing the blanket here, it's but. A- that's Listen, Paul, that's Paul Mollow, baby. Listen. I know who it is. Speaking of, speaking of paying the bills, we're not trying to get demonetized with your thing hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> I have underwear. So I have shorts. We've covered you up for the sake of the audience and for our bottom line. I don't see a problem with it, but that's Put okay. that thing away. <laughs> I don't see an issue. Oh, man. Uh, we have a fun show for you guys today. Uh, we are going to get to the bigger topic later, uh, kind of speaking about the Liver King expose where... Shocker, he's not natural. It's <laughs> crazy. I would have never. I almost I mean, fell out of my chair when I saw that. Yeah, I, I, I thought that you know, just waking up, walking barefoot, and lifting a few heavy things would have me looking all yoked out of my gourd. Yeah, <laughs> I almost jumped out of my pants there. But here we are. Um, prior to that, uh, Connie's going to run us down a little bit of uh, some poker news as well as some sporting. We got poker. some shit going on. Aaron Judge was just offered $300 million over eight years. What do you guys think? Uh, I, think I would take it. I would take that too. <laughs> it's a lot of dollars. It, it, has him, um, it would have him as the highest paid, I believe, slightly over Mike Trout. As the highest paid per year? Yeah. Hmm. Not, no, not per year. Well, uh, Scher, uh, what's his oh, face? Scherzer? From, Scherzer from the Mets is the highest per year. He's making $43.3 million per year, mm-hmm. but he's only on a three-year deal. So it's 130 million total. Uh, Judge would be the the largest contract, the largest total contract. 300 million is oh, the largest. Okay, I thought yeah. there was. I thought someone got like a 400 million. Trout. Yeah, Trout got. Didn't like Trout get that? Somebody got. I, that's what I thought. I uh, thought he got 12 years, um, 400 million. Yeah, I something. thought it was something like that. And, Maybe. and Gian, Giancarlo Stanton got 12, 12 years, 325 from mm-hmm. um, Miami. Yeah, long time but, ago. Uh, or something like that. Obviously, this is a better deal than they offered him last year. Yeah, yeah. Trout so, got like, twelve year, four twenty six. Yeah, yeah. Um, I knew it was something crazy like that. So, um, but but Judge would be making more per year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Correct. Oh, so maybe it was position player. Maybe that's how they qualified it. Maybe. The most per yeah. year for mm-hmm. a position player. That contract looks good, cuz. Uh, you know, you want to yeah. know what contract really looks good, cuz? <laughs> they offered Ronaldo. Two hundred and fifty million a year to play in Saudi Arabia. That's oil okay. money, baby. I saw that that shit is, is wild. They have a lot of oil money. Yo, look at this breakdown: four million dollars per week, five sixty-seven per day, twenty-four thousand per hour. What the fuck are you gonna do with twenty-four thousand per hour? You could spend it. Conrad could spend it if anybody could do it. <laughs> no, honestly, I feel like I'd get tired. You could pay I'm, off like half the tab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
the tablet paid off in less than 20 minutes. <laughs> how <laughs> how do they recoup that money as as the the team? Well, they, they, they kind of put sports washing in there, assuming that there's some sort of idea of like some not clean money for contracts as well as... Okay, uh, so they're laundering, fine, but like... I mean, how does baseball do it? Well, they do it through TV. TV con well, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure they got huge TV contracts. Do they? Yeah, I think so. I, oh, I mean, soccer has yes. to. And huge. they'll probably get bigger if, mm -hmm. like, if they get Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that there's something... Uh, I, don't, I don't know what television looks like in the rest of the world. I just know it's not as big as America. Yeah, I, I mean, soccer's so, yeah, so I, big, like, across the world. So I think, like, it's not like you're just getting Saudi Arabia. You're getting, like, the whole world minus the United States. You think he's going to take it? <laughs> I mean, how do you not? I, I mean, shit. In a quarter billion, you, bro. How do you not? Like, for a year. We're not talking about, like, a five-year contract. A year. This is a one-year deal? Well, I think it was, like... Uh, it was $204 million a year. Was what I think it was, like, 18 said. months to deal or something like wow. that. Because I think he, he was offered, like, four, yeah. 406 or something like that. Uh, I mean, I mean... You know, Did money they, talks, man. Mm -hmm. they that, really, that's they really a baseball deal. Them yeah. there. <laughs> Make him an offer he can't refuse. That's literally a baseball deal broken down into one season. That shit is... Yes. What are we talking about? Right. This shit I, is insane. You, and the best you said that, that yeah, I didn't realize that it was, it was that short of a time. Do you guys know why he's getting uh, offered a contract? Why? Because he walked off the field last, like, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, and he got kicked off his squad. Yeah, so he left... Uh, so he's a free man, agent. He left Manchester United. Yeah. He left Manchester mm -hmm. United. Was, was it Man U? Yeah. Um, he went back to Man U and yeah. said that the facility, like the training facility, was the same as when he was, when he was younger. Mm. So he was back there, was just like, eh, kind of down bad. I'm going to leave. And now uh, he's got this unlimited kind of deal right now. Unlimited. At, at, some, at some point, the money has to, like, not mean he's, as he's much. He's just like right? Saudi Arabia. Or it might be now. Right? Like, he's really rich. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you take... If you take one of us, we're like, yeah, of course, take the contract. But like, if you take someone who already has a few hundred million dollars, then it's like, wouldn't you just rather do what you want to do? Well, I mean, if, it, if you're going to get like a hundred million less, what's the what's the con not to take it? Well, you, oh, to not take right. it. Right? Why do you not? I mean, oh, you, yeah, because you, you have to live, live there. Yeah, you have to live in Saudi Arabia for yeah. some extended period of time. Yeah, like eighteen months. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he'll I'm be sure, just fine. I think he might never get right. back out. <laughs> Mm. 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 That's a lot of money, man. But you know the thing is, they're also like this is bringing him down to lesser competition if he goes. He's like, going to he, he, go be like Dwight Howard, and he not, won't be in like the European. Super oh man, League Dwight games. Howard has been putting on a clinic. <laughs> over That's what fucking, well, I think he's in, is he is he in Japan or I think he's in um, I think he's in Thailand. Taiwan. Thailand, I think it is. I want to say it's doesn't seem fair. Let me check. But uh, anyways, like he's out here shooting threes. He's out yeah. here. He's, bro, he's, he's, he's balling on people. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's in Taiwan. A, yep. oh, it's Taiwan. Yeah, okay. he's in Taiwan. He uh, is out here just getting buckets. Com <laughs> First thing I see from Complex, Dwight Howard completely dominates in his Taiwan debut. Sure. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> in the NBA, he's just like eh, kind of mid. Taiwan superstar. <laughs> Living I the mean, dream. He was never kind of mid. He was fucking at. His peak, he was really no, he good, was nasty. I'm saying now, like Dwight Howard now is, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, is kind I, of, yeah, of eh. course. But of obviously, course. Dwight Howard, like back then, was, was the guy, and now he's just in Taiwan getting buckets, shooting threes, I doing mean, whatever he I wants. Mean, he, he, he moved to Taiwan and became a, became a 2 3. Yeah, <laughs> you know? he needed to uh display those talents that he had that like Curry, who, yeah, exactly. Fuck these guys, bro, <laughs> just give me the ball. I mean, Messi's gonna come fucking play in um. 
in the United States eventually, right? Yeah, that's what Beckham did. He came yeah, to yeah. he came to LA and just got fucking paid. Do you know that? Uh, uh, well, Ibrahimovic did that. Yeah, Ibrahimovic came to oh, the MLS. To that name means nothing to me. Zlatan? Zlatan? You definitely the, know who he is. The He's Swedish, the one. No way. The Swedish goat. Me either. Yeah, if you ever seen like a, a soccer clip of a forward like just being like an asshole, or just like fighting someone, this is the one. Zlatan's, like, a, hey, Zlatan's Zlatan. a legend. He's a legend. He's unlimited. It's, it's true. You know that Messi's the first person in World Cup history to have two penalties uh, saved against? Wow. I don't know what that means either. I don't know either. what that means either. Two penalty either. shots that he had. He got you know what a penalty kick saved. is, right? I know yeah. what it is. He has not. He's the first person to not score a penalty in, kick in two attempts. In two attempts in the in the World Cup. Wow, that's pretty wild. Well. Yeah, but he's also the only person in like twenty years for group stages and World Cup, uh, or sorry, in club sport, club, club soccer and uh, World Cup to not get eliminated in group stages. So he's always advanced for twenty years. That's pretty sick. Ridiculous. That's actually that's actually pretty sick. Very ridiculous. I know you're like you don't know soccer very much, but Belgium, it's a big deal. Belgium for the first time since 1998 did not advance today. Belgium was getting some sick calls. I saw in Pat's story. Pat's was like kind of raging out that Belgium kept getting like these these refs just like he's like what's go, what going on here? How's Belgium <laughs> was, getting all these calls? Yeah, it was a, it was a weird game. Yeah, but uh, yeah, because yesterday. Uh, Poland advanced yes. for the first time since like 1986 or something, yep. and they advanced because uh, Saudi Arabia scored a goal against Mexico at like the very end in extra time, mm -hmm. where the score is then two to one, where they had tied amount and goal differential. So the reason why Poland ended up advancing and not Saudi Arabia was because they had less yellow cards. Oh my god. They had less yellow cards. So I saw a meme of like uh, from Peaky Blinders where like he's yelling at his friends. He's like, no fighting. No fighting. And it's like the Poland manager <laughs> to his team while that's, they advance. That's <laughs> the past great. Group that's the dumbest tiebreaker I've ever heard of in my th well, What? You, Soccer go for, you go from points to goals to. Cards. Yeah, I'm sure it's down the list. Four goals against. Yeah. I mean, it's sure ridiculous, fine, though. Like, it is ridiculous. Like. Soccer is so down bad. They just like find the way to ruin everything. Uh, nah, stop it. This World Cup has been fucking awesome. Man. I love soccer. I love watching so it. So good. It's it is good. so good. I'm hooked. I'm fucking hooked. USA versus the Netherlands Saturday. You know what else is good? Mm. It's time. Time. You can't do that for everything. <laughs> I do what I want over here. All right. You see this? This is the. If I'm number two, I think the, you're number three. This is the hostess with the mostest, right? Yeah. I do what I want over here, yeah. and I said it's time for the hand of the day. Is it the hand of the day, or is it the hand of the? Oh week? my! What's going God. on? <laughs> Who we got, Conrad? We got my boy Brian Lamana playing a hand with Andre the Whale. Andre the Giant. <laughs> Andre, the, Andre giant. the Giant Whale. <laughs> my favorite part about Andre is the way that he slams chips into the table. It's really nice. So I'll have to fold and I get to keep watching. Andre just fucking turbo slams in four and a half X with the yeah, nine that's five dime. Checking range. Ruling on himself. Thank you very much. Uh, we're just gonna see that. Uh, rainbow board, queen high. Does it continue with like three flushes? Probably. 
Uh, he has more three flushes, so. Obviously he can have hands beat us with just a jerk continues here. High level analysis from myself. Good job, B. Thank you. Really picked it up from pre-flop. Definitely <laughs> can lead here. Let me go about half pot. It all makes sense in my brain. This is good. Yeah. Half pot's not great, right, but what are you doing this here, lead is very good. Yeah. Thank you. Is it? Yes, it yeah. is. Leave it at that. Don't, don't, don't get in the weeds. You fought in the small blind, yeah. technically. Yeah. Or the middle blind, whatever. There's a lot of Queen X. Yeah. So does Andre. Um, uh, I would have bet this. But I have the best hand also. Very clear. Uh, you know, if I was ahead pre-flop, I'm definitely ahead here. Um, he's saying he has a queen here. I need him to prove it to me. So, prove it to me, Brian. I think he's going to pretty much check most of his range unless he has, like, a queen. I don't think... We can get him to bluff, but we could get him to call with more pairs, possibly nine. 200. Spot on. I feel like there's a lot of wishful thinking Bluffs going that on. Bluffs that missed, or like, you know, obviously out. jack 10. I unblocked that. Thanks, thanks, Lane. <laughs> and I lose to sixes now, but I doubt he's doing this with sixes. I don't think a lot of sixes are in his range. He is he's a goddamn right. turtle. Tortoise, <laughs> <laughs> uh, get it so right, good, Andre, so Jesus. Mm. It's annoying. <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> you see, Andre, a turtle oh, might have yeah. a bluff there, but mm -hmm. a tortoise. A tortoise. A tortoise never has a bluff on the turn lead. Yeah, I'd be curious if you, <laughs> I'd be curious to see what your bluffs are in that spot. Should be Jack Ten. Mm -hmm. Um but I, I think the hands played well. Thank you. But you. Landon, yeah. Landon doesn't like it. Just, I'm just uh, going to accept Guapo, can you mute Landon's mic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and let Berkey talk about how great I played that hand. Uh, the guy opened nine five suited from the cutoff. Like this, this greatly alters mm -hmm. what the defense strategy is going to look like. <laughs> he didn't yeah. just open it; he turbo slammed the four and a half x. That's right. right, and that's and that. I mean, I guess I should have said like I'm flatting here because of this huge open. Wow. Yeah. Which makes a lot more sense. I yeah. guess we should edit you, you that again. Nothing Me saying nothing right. Sometimes you just you forget that you know you're you're doing poker out loud. Honestly, just, you're you're well, like the best trial run to demonstrate what it's like being a student at really the Poker is. Out Loud it, Academy. Listen, try it, people. It is not easy. It, I mean, obviously, I'm <laughs> like I'm it. sitting there and I'm like, uh, this this like. You watch these guys when you watch the actual Poker Out Loud and you see them give this in depth analysis. It is it's impressive because it's really hard when you're in that seat yeah which is ironic because uh without the microphones and cameras playing you still have to make these decisions right so why is it so hard to put thought because because sometimes you just do something instinctively or you do or you or you think about it but then you just do it and it's just like for it to just come out and articulate it it's it's just harder i, I, don't I know. think uh, honestly it, like you guys do like almost naturally but like well, because we actually think, uh, and this isn't a slight against you, but, <laughs> no, I, you're right, Matt. but I, I think right. like 90% plus of decisions that are made mm -hmm. at the poker table are, are defaulted to instinct. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to season two because I think I'll do much better. It's, it's instinct as well as lack of there is a season two. questions and answers internally. When it comes to the, what am I trying to target? You can see what is uh, in front of you where it's like, okay, I'm trying to get called by a nine, mm -hmm. but also at the same time, it's like, 
how many queen x's am i flatting from the small blind for a four and a half x am i flatting queen 10 off probably not am i flatting mm -hmm. queen 10 suited right probably so then right. is andre opening with queen x's like the ace queens the king queens the queen tens yes if he's opening with nine five of diamonds then Obviously he's probably going to have yeah. the queen 10 off right but we don't know that who knows what sizes he's <clears throat> going to choose and then when it comes to thinking of turn leads it makes sense to rep a queen how much sense does it make to bet tens and have the wishful thinking hoping it's a nine because it's possible but at the same time it feels like it's a decent idea so mm -hmm. you go with it right where there's not much of the how much merit does this have and what size appropriates with the decision i'm making yeah i kind of like that though I, I like that because the alternative is that the thought to lead there never exists yeah right so like i'd rather i'd rather like lead and target a specific subsection of andre's range and then be wrong uh the problem is is like you get the the positive feedback loop right Correct. so like he plays the hand this way and it's just like i'm a genius yeah it's this like, was yeah, like well, max this was like the most max perfect exploit. way it could yeah. draw out where it's like wow this is genius like if andre showed you his hand this would be how you would play it right you'd flat pre you would check off flop lead turn lead river i knew what he had i still read him <laughs> yeah um, uh, to be fair, when I first watched the hand, I thought it was a three bet pot. And I was like, wow, Lamanna played this great. Check calls flop, just blocks turn. But you, you chose the wrong size. You should have chosen a block size. But like, uh, so block, like, block. like, like 20%? 25, yeah. 25%. Sure. Yeah, quarter pot. Same thing. Um, so yeah, like half pot was just like, oh, ooh, okay. A little much, but uh, I see yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. You, you're, I was you're, just trying to get max value from your You're hedging. <laughs> you're hedging. It's fine. <laughs> Um, but in my head, it was like, uh, I thought it was a three-bet pot. So I was like, oh, well, Andre will show up on River with like some ace highs and definitely other pocket pairs mm -hmm. that are going to be forced to call in this spot. Right. Laman is just wrecking. Right. Like Andre's going to have sevens and just hate life and have to call. But then when I realized that like you just didn't speak pre and had called, I'm like, okay, a little bit more weird. Yeah. Shit got <laughs> a, a little right. on an island here. Yeah, because now at this point, the ace highs on the turn for Andre just kind of get shedded. And he's more likely to just have pairs as well as his stronger pairs and still tens, right? Yeah, and like sevens probably see bets a little less. Mm -hmm. Well, who knows with Andre? Or but Andre is still gonna have sevens, but he's gonna have less like ace ten off. Yeah, or like ace ten suited. Andre is right, just gonna right, be yeah. calling too wide versus yeah, yeah. two bet anyways. Where he is still going to have aces and kings that he's not going to raise because now there's two queens. He does. He does, leads. however, have a lot of nine x. I guess so, yeah, right? He's got the nine five. Right. Man. If he has nine five, he's got six nine, he's got seven nine, you know? So it's hard to really tell, but in any event you can never really know. Uh I found that to be a, a fun hand to illustrate. Uh hopefully you guys have been watching along on the Only Friends Out Loud. Uh, that was from episode three, which was out yesterday at 4 p.m. We'll be putting out episode four today where Landon calls me a big, dumb, bald idiot. <laughs> did I? Yeah, you did. Man, I love it. Uh, I'm going to forward Guapo the thumbnail now if he wants to. Uh, <laughs> you can have a, a, a spoiler clip. If he, if, he wants to, if he wants to show that. Um, but today is the, uh, the infamous nipple rub. Mm. And from the trailer yeah from from the trailer and that uh that did not sit well with you landon you weren't you weren't a fan of uh of me having fun at your expense it's just it's just too much man when you're getting wrecked and you're trying to like play it off as this oh man i'm the whale you know <laughs> you can't have it both ways well yeah you can i was down 4k being the whale and uh no, are you still had like 96 yeah, it was, it was a really really yeah. good idea to go for the limp three bet over bet for 2x pot i should have fucking jammed yeah really good hand there. i should have jammed 
<laughs> you were folded like a fucking tent. Yeah, right. I was a coward. That's my fault. I made a mistake. Wompity womp 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 womp. You know who doesn't yeah, make mistakes? You did say that I was going to have nines full. You know who doesn't make mistakes? Conrad? No. Aces. Conrad makes a ton of... He fucking... <laughs> what are you talking about? He put in a third of his stack pre as a three bet with aces. I, it was a fourth of my stack. I had like 1,500. You stink. <laughs> you were playing so bad. I was like, man, yeah. he might just rip. He almost <laughs> called. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to segue here and you guys keep poo-pooing all over it. Do you know who <laughs> doesn't make mistakes? Who? Andy Wilson. boy. My man, Bowie Effect, does what we expected him to do. He closed it out at 167 big blinds going into the final table. That's how the, how the so fuck fucking he lose? many. It's crazy because he so plays many. so much online. And yeah. Chip Leader never has 167. No, Chip no. Leader has like 50. And then on top of it, I watched like I literally watched three hands. He had kings, kings, and then flop trips versus ace king. <laughs> Did you guys, you guys didn't watch the heads up match? Mm -mm. No, yeah. I was it was flying. It went back and forth for a while. Really? Yeah, Josh yeah. K, like local... Uh, Florida cash game player yep. plays these WPTs final table to last year. Yep. He was like down and out so many times. And then he came back, took the lead and then like lost. Wait, who got third? Chad. Chad. So he's ahead of the, yeah. the player of the he year. He needed third or better. Yep. He needed third or better. Yeah. He know he's a man that knows how to get the job done. My man, Cuz, <laughs> my man, Cuz needs to show up at the WPT Yo, championship. Oh, Yo, this shit. might be, show out. This might be written in the stars. Wow. Oh my God, what an epic story it would be. Chad versus Cuz. Chad and Cuz both go deep in the WPT championship. <laughs> Cuz edges him out to get the WPT Player of the Year award. Like you can't, you can't. Man. You can't write this. You can't stuff. write it up, but you really want to see it. I wonder how close they are now. It has to be really close, right? Yeah, I would assume like uh, it's probably close enough where like a cash versus non-cash okay. would be enough. Okay. Maybe not though. It, it might require like a deeper run. Dude, I don't. I don't know how the point uh, system works. Chad Somebody out there, so, let us know. Chad is so fucking good at tournaments, man. He's just been ripping every tournament for the past two years. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, fucking hell. <laughs> Come on, Chad. Big uptick on ACR right before all that, too. Mm -hmm. So even a little bit longer. We're fucking animal, dude. Crazy. Yeah, just mashing. Man, I, I don't know what... It's so funny. The lighting is off on all the, all the shots today, and we changed nothing. I think it's just like a little bit brighter outside. That's because I make the studio a little right. bit brighter. Right, mm. right, right. Yeah. I'm Landon's happy to be back. Landon's Landon's shining yeah, yeah, person. Good I'm happy to have, have, you, have you, Landon. Landon. I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to have this blanket. Womp, <laughs> <laughs> this blanket. Um... As a as a little precursor to Andy ripping this off, he posted his graph. Um, this I think it was before? during W. Are you supposed to lose after you post your graph like that? You would think, right? Yeah. It's funny. You see cash game graphs like this. This is tournaments, right? Yeah. Jeez, that's so wild. Real quick, uh, for everyone that is listening, having a break-even red line in MTTs is fucking hard. It's yeah. really fucking hard. You're paying an ante every hand. Yeah, yeah. And he just has a break-even red line. That's And people are like short, so like winning without showdown is tough. Yeah. It's not an easy, easy thing to do. No, it's very hard to to have a graph that looks like that. Andy Andy's Andy's a master and up and to the right. Attaboy. boy. We'd love to see it. Can you explain all these colors to um people sure. that don't so realize what they the are? The red line is money won without showdown so if you see that and someone folds if you win pre-flop and they fold that will have your red line graph be what it is uh the blue line is your showdown graph so every time you see cards at the end of a hand that will go to the blue line graph the green is just uh the amount that you've won overall or won or lost and the yellow is the all-in adjusted so if you have 60 percent versus 40 percent from an all-in pre 
the yellow line will give you 60% of the pot. So mm. that kind of shows that, yeah, he's running he's a little bit in, good. But he's also getting it in really Is he good. running good? His green line was above his yellow line. Yeah, the green line above yeah. yellow means yeah, that you're running, running good. good. Oh. If the green line is below yellow, it means you're running bad. Oh, I see, I see, I right? see. So he's running good, but obviously still winning at a big blind clip of 10 bigs per 100, all in adjusted. So he's actually murdering everybody over 2,117 hands while winning when he sees the flop 50% of the time which is very hard to do because a lot of the times multi-way spots occur. Mm -hmm. sure. 2,117 tournaments, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, right. you okay. said hands. I was like, okay. gotta be way more oh, hands sorry. than that. I say hands, I say turn. Anyways, yeah, uh, so check raise flop, is that, what is that, 18%? I can't. Either way. Either way, he's check raising flop a double digit amount of the time, which is really good because in theory, Pio plays a lot of check raises in some spots where you're supposed to have 30% check raise and some spots where you're not supposed to check raise. And Andy's very fucking good at poker and it's nice when someone really good wins a WPT. This, this is what Landon lives for. I yeah. live, I live for like, this. This is why everything, he, just like the machine says to do, and then he has results. He's this, a machine like man, you work. know? This is so, why he was molding during only friends out loud he can't take like seeing the four and a half x opens and the flats and listen yeah i can take it i just don't respect it that's wow. it fuck you yeah, yeah. how about Amen. that i understand man fuck you times two mm -hmm. we all we i've been raising everything from here he, from he's, boy. he's never been in these nine streets, and everything. i've seen it he doesn't respect it but he ain't beating it either i'm not beating it mm. does the machine know how to adjust <laughs> i would love to bet you on that, bro hey there's a whole fucking strip of cash games down there where they're four and a half xing every goddamn day you want to start putting some hours in i'll cross book You'll crossbook me playing live poker? Let's fucking go. Wow. Yeah. Wow, this got spicy. Bro, come on, I have, but I have so much other things to do in my life. Don't what? worry, don't worry. I won't crossbook you for life. I'll only crossbook you a very small sample. I'll cross <laughs> oh, book so you. I can actually lose. Yes, I'll crossbook you like 25 hours. <laughs> That's not a lot of time. I know it's not. Uh, what's this? <laughs> I know it's I don't not. care. You don't care. You don't want to give care. him time to adjust. You can play 1-3 for all I care. <laughs> wow. If you play 1-3, I'll crossbook you for 40 hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll we'll come up with some terms and and I'll we'll have weekly updates for the people. But I can I can squeeze in some time to go play live. I should mm. make some free money anyways. Yeah, this is just me paying him to. You're literally paying me to do my job. Yeah, yeah. To, to go experience pain. He's gonna come back and he's gonna say like how much he loves live poker. And I love live poker. All of a sudden we're gonna see Landon like flatting to go four ways and just like he's gonna get it. Honestly, this might be the best investment I ever make. I mm -hmm. might lose like five thousand, but he'll stop fucking sending me hand histories where he just <laughs> blast off with two three offsuit and says like what other bluff am i supposed to have bro listen man it's good the machine liked it yeah yeah the machine likes a lot of shit that doesn't fucking work versus people who only have the nuts eric seidel also liked it when he had three jacks so oh it was against seidel mm -hmm. oh i didn't realize that that makes it no better, <laughs> it better. no no not yeah. at all not at all. He's supposed to lead on the Asex River, which I thought was supposed to happen. Yeah, except when he's against a Giga Monkey who's just going to blast it <laughs> off. I can't believe he didn't get it's, the jam he was looking for. It's very interesting because nobody has bluffs there. Just in the test of time. Like, no one has bluffs, blind versus blind, limp check at 40 on ace-jack-jack yeah, facing one big blind. I'm sure Seidel looks at young Landon Tice and thinks to himself, <laughs> like, this kid's never fucking bluffing River. I hope he doesn't jam. <laughs> I really wanted to jam. I told, I, told, uh, I, told, I told the hand history chat, I'm like, I really wanted to jam for 1.6x pot, but no one... He's just not folding an ace. It's not practical. He's definitely not folding a jack either. Yeah, he, sh he fucking should. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Right. He's bluffing, the psycho? Bluffing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He has a jack. Hey, man, how else are you supposed to win with three high? <laughs> three it's high, eight, gotta fly. I'm it's all ace, in. jack, jack, ace, fucking five. Ace, jack, jack, four, ace. Yeah. What mm. are you going to do? I turned a gutter. Yeah. Can I, I did do? turn a gutty. Nice. What else is he supposed to bluff with? Andy sure. respects it. I know he does. As a fellow man of the machine, you know? Yeah, except... Except he wins he, no, the WBT. So Andy respects it the same way the tortoise recognizes that you can sometimes lead when the board pairs. Andy recognizes, like, yeah, that's definitely a thing. I wouldn't personally do it, but I respect it. <laughs> respect. I'd rather win the WTT tournament and, rather than torch off 40 blinds here. But, you know, yeah. I respect you doing you, buddy. Yeah, it's almost like falling on your sword just to uh, know that you know something. Yeah, I've been there for sure. And you'll continue to be there. I will continue to be there. Uh, speaking of knowing some things, let's let's talk a little bit about diet, nutrition, and performance. Uh, I've been I've been waiting. How many episodes is this? Is one seventy five? This is one seventy five. Yeah, this is one hundred and seventy five <laughs> episodes. You believe it? Wow, that means we're gonna get to the two hundred episode by the end of the year. Yeah, uh, no. it'll be very close. It'll be close. It depends if we do any extra ones. I think. Uh, so one seventy six will be tomorrow, and then we have four weeks in December, but. Also, Christmas. that Christmas week, the last week. Um, I we don't know. could get. I mean, it to done. be fair, Christmas Eve and Christmas fall on Saturday and Sunday, so like technically, we don't need to have a day off. We but, could get it. We could get it done. Um, no, we couldn't. We could do a later. We'll it doesn't really matter if we do or if we don't. It, it doesn't, and we also <laughs> would only get to one ninety six unless we like started doing two days. Had some late nights. Let's not go overboard here, buddy. We got we got a lot of shit on our plates, you know. It's tough yeah. enough to get out here five days a week. Tortoise is Tortoise dead. needs Tortoise needs a nap just thinking about He's it. He's dead behind the eyes. Conrad left. <laughs> yeah, Conrad. He lost Conrad. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. This is our number one, by the way. <laughs> right, the number just, one. Just leading from the front as usual. Uh, um yeah. so in uh in the world of <laughs> diet fitness nutrition influencers uh a man has popped up on my radar over the last 12 months and i'm sure you all have seen him at some point as well we're talking about the one and only liver king because liver is king uh let's yeah let's let's see a little bit of what this guy has to offer more more This is so good. This guy. It's so good, man. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Like, this guy is a cartoon character, but honestly, like, he really is what he's projecting mostly. Like, he's a fucking monster. This this is a this is a shot of his workout that he does with his family. Primal thing to know that the entire Liver King tribe sleeps like Liver King, eats like Liver King, and trains barbarian just like Liver King. Let's go! Those poor oh. kids. Those, Primal things those kettlebells that he's carrying are, are like uh, the equivalent of roughly 95 pounds. Uh, I use them at, at our gym. Or maybe they're, they're like 90 pounds, something like that. Um, and I do... So what he's doing there is a farmer walk with a sled pull. So I do them just straight farmer walk. 
and it's a it's a grip strength forearm uh trap exercise right so like just to, to kind of build that ex or that 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 routine that he's doing is uh i can't remember how many miles the actual barbarian is but it's like one and a half times your body weight <clears throat> while carrying uh your body weight so uh, sorry uh in this in the backpack just, yeah he has like either his body weight or like one and a half times his body weight or something like that while carrying your body weight in and kettlebells pulling a sled. and pulling a sled that's equivalent to like some amount of his body weight like one or two x his body weight and he does it for miles 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 <laughs> bro brian and i when they had that uh because it's kind of like the lifestyle is like gym talk right where it's like the gym plus yeah. like tiktok short form content where you yeah, got like yeah. the lean with the rock brian and i are here just vibe like that is good fucking content like regardless of the other stuff that's going on like this guy lives and preaches the lifestyle that he represents almost, almost. he's very close <laughs> he is very close um <laughs> He, yeah, so the, the, the big thing that we didn't even show, um, let me see if I can, actually, uh, Guapo, can you find it on YouTube? Just search Liver King and look at his shorts on his page. Uh, this guy eats liver, breakfast, fucking lunch, and dinner. Yeah. So, um, you know, to, to Landon's point, like, great content, right? Like, just such a genius marketing plan. And the reason for all of this is that he owns multiple companies. Um, yeah, go ahead. Go, Guapo, if you got something. Uh, Look at that. Mm. Pretty I sure... Get, I don't want to get a strike there. either, so it's not go too heavy. On well, this. that's why I said to use shorts. Uh, but it's okay. Um, I mean, that was enough, right? Look, yeah. at, the, look at the production. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's insane. So basically, this guy eats, like, head to toe... Um, which means that basically he like farms his own animals. He kills them. Uh, he ethically kills them. He eats, uh, knows the tail. So all the bones, all the organs, everything, right? And he has liver literally with every fucking meal. Uh, so, you know, this, this primal way of living that he preaches, it is, you know, intelligent in one regard, but it's also a byproduct of the companies that he owns. So he owns uh, ancestral tenants or something like that which then branched out into a bunch of supplement companies and he sells like liver supplements and bone marrow supplements and all these things that you can get for micronutrients, right? So uh, all of this was born out of his vision of creating this character, yeah. which began roughly August of 2021. And that's what we're going to get into today is a little bit of the backstory of like how Liver King came to prominence. And He's then, only been here around for a year. Bro, he had yeah. zero followers on Instagram. In August of 2021, Get or, or the sorry, fuck out of here. in March of 2021, and in this email that he sent uh, to his trainer, he said, "I have a full production team that I just hired to go full out on this marketing campaign. We want a goal of a million followers by March of 2022." He hit it in like half the time. Yeah, Get the fuck out zero out of to here. a million. Yeah, he's <laughs> paid real quick. Yeah, <laughs> paid infinite on marketing and all of that stuff, and I mean, obviously made the most of it and is a very real cartoon. Yes. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. a real life cartoon. He is a real life cartoon, but there are aspects of this that I think are, you know, it's, it, it's tough to be a charlatan or a snake oil salesman if there's no foundation in, um, in value that you're offering, right? And his, his mantra, these, these nine tenets, these nine ancestral tenets that he preaches are actually like 
pretty fucking valuable. So yeah. it's sleep, eat, move, shield, connect, cold, sun, struggle, bond. And to break these down simply, it's get good sleep, eat high nutritious food, uh, move daily. Um, shield, I believe, is yeah, in reference to like uh, protecting yourself. I, that I was imagine. the one I didn't. I didn't understand. Protecting yeah. family, maybe. Uh, yeah, I, w I would assume so because this all comes back to tribalism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but again, like I'm sure it's explained somewhere. I just didn't dig deep enough. Connect is obviously like connecting community relationships, things of that nature. Cold is cold exposure, which we know that there's a ton of science on this and the anti-inflammatory properties on it. Sun, kind of the same thing. Um, you know, too much UV exposure obviously leads to skin cancer for us white folk with poor melatonin and, and whatnot. But in hey, general, in general, like we are people of the sun, like it's necessary for development. Vitamin D deficiencies are real. Yeah. Uh, everybody should be supplementing it if you're not. I take getting, vitamin D every day. Yeah. If you're not getting high sun exposure or, um, you know, you, you don't, uh, you don't get vitamin D in any other way, like you should be supplementing it for sure. Um, and Michelle, who's a, who's a nurse, she she said that like literally everybody that comes in, every, every one of her patients is vitamin D deficient. Like yeah. Literally everyone. Yeah. Yeah. If, unless they're taking supplements. Yeah. I've been supplementing right. for 10 years. Yeah. I take, I think I take. It's like you just can't get enough from the sun. It's like yeah. A thousand or, or you're just IU. not in the no, sun. No, 5,000 IU. 5,000 That's the lifestyle IU. that we live here. I started when I, I was deficient. Uh, I was like 50% deficient when I first started. So I, I started on 10,000 IU and then I, I uh, swapped it out for 5K once I was able to maintain That's a baseline. Five, yeah. okay. um, but I also do try to wake up and get sunlight for the first 90 minutes. Like uh, Huberman talks about this a lot. There's just a lot of positive benefits to mm -hmm. uh, the way our brains are wired, the way our cognition works in being exposed to sunlight immediately after waking up. Like it's the idea of like rising with the sun, you know, yeah. uh, it, it aligns with your uh, circadian rhythm. Circadian, circadian rhythm. yes. Yeah. Um, the last two are struggle and bond, right? So bond kind of relates to connect, um, I guess maybe just on a deeper level, but struggle is the one that I kind of want to put a small emphasis on because I think that's what you saw a little bit in that training. And uh, he talks a little bit about it in this other interview that we have queued up. The world's really hurting. And there's these modern day conditions that don't exist in modern day primitive culture tribes. The six tribes that I've gone and visited with, I've, I've tried to assess and figure out, is there depression? Is there anxiety? Is there infertility? Are there autoimmune conditions in these tribes? And it seems non-existent. But today we're really hurting with these things. And so I, I think that we have missed something. I think we have missed. Um, and I think that we need to hold each other accountable to a higher standard. I say one way or another, you're gonna suffer. You can actively suffer and put in the work to grow and to get better, or you can passively suffer. Most people are suffering with something passively, and their life could be so much better. The world's Where I always say that I hate the idea of like self-help gurus and this whole idea of being an influencer in this way, but I follow a lot of them and I enjoy a lot of their messages. Liver King being one, uh, E.T. the hip hop preacher being another one, um, Jason Wilson being another one. Uh, I think all of them have underlying really strong messaging that is rooted in uh, a lot of deficiencies that we see. So when he talks about this, this uh, struggle mindset and how the, the, he refers to it as the, uh, the manicured male kind of uh, falls short because he's not asked to do the things that he was asked to do uh, when, when um, the tribes were uh, kind of in survival mode eons ago, right? 
we have everything at our fingertips now. Technology has like really made the world quite easy to all of us. And the problem is, is our hardwiring hasn't quite caught up. So I do, I do kind of relate to this notion of a lack of purpose, a lack of uh, understanding of the world around you and all these things whenever you're not motivated to do something. Like I look back at my college years where I had a singular focus <clears throat> on being the best athlete that I could possibly be and uh, putting all my time, energy, and effort into that. And that went around sleep, food, diet, uh, time in the gym, training, like everything, right? I was singularly, I had the singular mindset and it spilled out into effectively like what these nine tenets are. It's very fulfilling. Yeah. And, and yes, you feel like you have a purpose. You feel like you're, you're driving towards something. It's, it's, um, it's process oriented rather than goal oriented. Right. Mm -hmm. It's difficult to lose that in, uh, adulthood once you get trapped in the rat race because it becomes so goal focused on, uh, right. Having just collecting dollars. You need to, yeah. uh, like you need to provide for family. So yeah. Things are more important than just you. Yeah. A lot of people just get trapped in the lower third of the, uh, hierarchy of needs. Right. right. They, they just can't really escape the need for food, clothing, shelter, uh, the need to uh, protect themselves and, and their loved ones and whatnot. And uh, it, it's a bit of a trap. So he's selling this, this ideology that this is escapable. And it's escapable through a little bit of mindfulness and a little bit of hard work. And I do believe deep down that's true. Like you can look at anybody who has any level of success Long-standing success. Right, long-standing success in their specific careers. Whether you're talking about Sam Harris as a neuroscientist, Huberman as, uh, I think he does neuroscience also, actually. Um, but these guys are like huge influencers. Also, whenever you're talking about like uh, Sam Harris a little bit more on the, the mindfulness uh, you know, space, I guess. Huberman a lot more on the uh, fitness and nutrition science. <laughs> Uh, these guys aren't charlatans. They're not selling anything, right? They're just very intelligent people who are successful at what they've had a passion in. And want to provide information to right. the public. And they want to, they want to push that, that, that info on. And if you look, like the messages are pretty consistent, right? It, it aligns with what, what Liver King's talking about. Now, the difference is this guy looks like a goddamn Neanderthal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? I mean, Neanderthals had more body fat on them than that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I don't know, but like he is yoked, dude. This guy is just walking around like it's easy. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, is that you can grab a handful of his abs. Yeah, which is like that. You shouldn't be able to do that. Like he, Correct. he doesn't. You know, like everyone knows. Like when you're in the gym culture, when it comes to like taking pictures post pump, having good lighting, mm. this guy doesn't need anything. No, no. he he literally just like walks at eight to ten percent, three sixty five. Even eight is high, right? He could no, just, yeah, I know. No, no, no. I mean, like you know, he's if you see stage ready bodybuilders, he he's like where you would be like very, four, four to six weeks out. Right, very a little slightly removed, but yeah, he's got some more water. I mean, the thing is with like bodybuilders, like when they are stage ready, they're, they're actually sickly. Right, they're, right? Like they're at five, a dangerous level. Five percent, right? Because some, no, some I, I've seen guys as low as like three and four. Right, there's what? just no water, so you could just see all the yeah. definition everywhere. They're super dehydrated. I mean, they're they're literally at a point where they're not healthy. Uh, yeah. the, their training regiment goes like down so far they're only able to do like a percentage of. This guy's out here fucking moving mountains. This guy's <laughs> moving. He's moving himself <laughs> over right. the mountains. Right. right. Yeah. He's strapping a mountain to his back right. and fucking carrying he is it the for mountain a now. marathon. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's wild. So I, I think that like, you know, I, I wanted to frame all that out because I do think that there's a bigger conversation to have after we kind of talk about how he was exposed. 
and that regards or that that kind of speaks to uh, the purpose of diet and nutrition and fitness as it pertains to longevity, as it pertains to performance, as it pertains to aesthetics. Because these are three very, very, very different goals with quite similar processes. Right. Right. The difference is that depending on what your final goal is, your process is going to be altered accordingly. Right. right. Your training is different. Yeah. Well, more specifically, there are a lot more shortcuts to take if you're training for aesthetics oh, sure. than if you're training for longevity. Shortcuts being... Uh... Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> so is it all facade, right? Like if you live these nine tenets, if you eat liver for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, because liver, as we know, is king, do you look like this man? The short answer is no. no right. <laughs> the short answer is no. Like um, everything that he's preaching speaks to the process of building up longevity and to some degree building up performance. Though I would I would make an argument that he's not optimizing for for, for performance in uh, a lot of the ways that uh, are necessary. Right. Agreed. So when you are solely focused on performance, the way you fuel your body will not consider aesthetics. Okay, performance being hitting PRs. Uh, depends. It depends on what your, your process slash goal is. Like, yes, if your only goal is to lift, mm -hmm. but if your goal is to be a marathon runner, then no. Okay. Right? So now, okay. it's, now it's your marathon so times. So you're, right? you're training for the subsection of what you want to be good at. Generally, like when we talk about performance in a general sense, it should be qualified by what the thing is that you're trying to perform. Right. At. What are you performing for? I do think that there's an element of training for performance for so-called life. Um, but the thing is, when you do that, it's, it's still going to cascade itself into the other areas. In, too. Well, into some specificity. Right. So it's like, like, I'd like to think that I train for life. But the reality is that I largely train for sport. Right. Sport being to play pickleball? Well, not just specifically pickleball, but it's like sport in general, right? Like I train for agility. I train for power. I train for explosion. I train for like movements that I've been doing my entire life. And then right. I add the layer of longevity to that, right? right? So it's You're like the reason I go to Rob is to keep my movement patterns in check, to ensure that I stay healthy, mm -hmm. to lengthen my ability to perform. Okay. You're right? not trying to hit like max PRs. Not necessarily. Right. And that would be life oriented as you're right. trying to play things running PRs? on personal records. records so like he's trying to lift as much as he possibly can before and, and there are times for, rep, there are right? times for that as well too right so it's like i'm cycling the way that i eat the way that i train so whenever i'm in a, a a clean bulk and i'm trying to actually gain muscle gain strength build mass then yeah i am going to be training a lot more for personal prs right. so my performance is going to kind of uh shift a bit right right but you don't want to be like half Thor, the guy that like lifts everything in sight, where he's like very clearly, visibly just strong. I don't want to be as big as him, right? Like aesthetically, performance-wise or longevity-wise, I would. He's not the embodiment of what I would like to ultimately achieve. Can he scratch his back? No, no shot, <laughs> no shot. Honestly, like his taper is unheard of, man. His taper's to, to be as like the the amount of volume and density that his body possesses while still maintaining that level of leanness is just insane i would like, like to see i would like to see him do yoga uh 
Honestly, if he were limber, I wouldn't be shocked. You think? Because there's yeah, a lot of mobility yeah. stuff too. That yeah, he's exactly. not sure he's doing. Yeah, but yeah. but like when he asks if he can scratch his back, well, there's just a certain element when your lats get that, that big. big. Yeah, there's he, nowhere, had, he there's, has wings. Yeah, right. There's a funny video I saw of like this guy who's just a monster who has like a 30 inch waist and probably like a 60 inch back, mm -hmm. and uh, this little chubby guy at the gym walks up behind him and sticks a paper on his back. I saw the other day. He's sitting there going like this, and he can't reach it. It's uh, fucking hilarious. I actually saw that it's not even a bodybuilder, but like um this kid put a phone on his dad's back and as he was sleeping on the couch and then he starts calling him and the fucking phone just starts going off and he can't find it. He's just going like this. And it was fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like when you put your arms straight down, they just like stick out like yeah. this. Right. Yeah, yeah. He he goes gym. Yeah, yeah, we like call him carrying suitcases. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, there it is. That's 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 unreal. <laughs> Look at this guy's physique. Bro. It's incredible. Yeah, he, he shredded, but like to me, that's too big. Right. Uh, like you just don't want to look like that. Right. So it's like for me, you know, basically, have you ever played the game of like uh, if you could pick your perfect mate and you had um, you had thirty point or twenty seven points mm. on a one to ten scale, and it was personality, looks, and. Uh, I can't remember what the third one. Oh, intelligence. Okay. So intelligence, uh, intelligence, humor, and looks. How would you divide the? Wait, you have twenty-seven points. You can, you can't just go nines across nines the board. Nines all the way across. I feel like you gave me too many points. Uh, yeah, I gave you too many points. points. It's, 20, it's twenty-one points. Okay. It, it averages seven, uh, right, seven per. Right, right. I was gonna yeah. say that's pretty good. Yeah, no, <laughs> nine, nine, nine. Yeah, no, my bad. It, it, it's, Triple nine, feeling yeah, it's, fine. It's baby. twenty-one points throughout three categories. So like, uh, you have an average of seven. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I see this very similarly. Like the the process that I curate, the training that I dive into. Basically, you have you have to make decisions you have to make conscious decisions between longevity uh aesthetics and performance right and you have to prioritize and it's like it's very clear for him aesthetics is a 10 and then for liver king yeah yeah and then longevity is probably i would say next right like he might be he might be allocating like eight points to longevity because he is eating organ meat with every meal and his diet is clean as Fuck. So then he only in this theoretical game has three points for performance, but this guy's out here moving himself over. Well, he's strong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like, put him in an athletic arena. Like, yeah. perform for what? Right. And it's, if it's in not the picking up a, Yeah. If it's not picking up a car, perform for what? We're also seeing very short clips of what he's Correct. doing. Correct. I wonder right. if he can wipe so, his own ass. Yeah. <laughs> short answer is yes. Okay, the short uh, answer. What's the long answer? Yeah, that he uses like some fucking yeah, that device. He, that he, just a, he just has a good day. Yeah. <laughs> it's that he can, but he doesn't. Okay, <laughs> that's the longer form answer. That is the longer answer. Yeah, um, it makes sense when it comes to performance, aesthetics, and uh, longevity. Yeah. So, like for me, um, I, I probably, I'm probably like an eight for longevity, mm -hmm. and then uh, a, a seven. For performances, six for aesthetics. Okay, yeah. and and honestly, the performance and aesthetics probably flip flop year by year. Yeah, because I know for me, I would like to be like ten aesthetics from a natural standpoint, yeah, and yeah. then performance less important, and on longevity. Well, but that's the thing: the natural is the qualifier. It's why you can't be a ten. Right, you can't be an inherent ten. You can be like a natural ten, right? But you aesthetically, you, I can never look like that naturally. Correct. Correct. Right. It's just not feasible correct you nor anybody else in this correct. fucking world nope. i mean <laughs> there are some people with some sick genetics but yeah yeah and i've always carried your mindset like to me the problem the problem set is always like uh i want to get to be as aesthetically pleasing as i humanly can 
uh, without doing this without without mm -hmm. taking uh peds yeah yeah well to some degree i mean as you age certain things are are just they become a lot more of a right. necessity like healthier like unhealthy yeah so, so i'll talk about that because i think yeah, that yeah. plays a lot more into longevity than it does to aesthetics but aesthetics are a nice byproduct <laughs> yeah you take some hrt when are you gonna get on hrt mm, not anytime soon my I, I actually just looked at my blood work my testosterone is like 790 okay Jeez. so that's pretty good yeah it's that's very high. good I have, no, I have no use well it's not high it's liver kings eight, is like 1600 800 well, at 40, at 40 years yeah. old is high man oh yeah well yes yes okay. it's, it's high compared to the average of my age right. okay, but it's not a say. high testosterone level is yeah my like point. you don't you don't need it could it. be double and i i could be healthy because i think at 40 years old average is like somewhere in your five fives. yeah, yeah. you're yeah, a high you, t you're just a high t when, male. when you peak uh so men peak at around 27 and peak testosterone is usually somewhere between like 700 and a thousand and that's where like the genetics come into play. Those guys that you just see, they're like genetically freaks. Superior. They're at their peak testosterone. They're just like 1K, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, that was never me. Right. Um, I was probably like in the 800 range. Yeah. Uh, and I'm able to maintain into my 40s because of supplementation, which we'll, we'll talk about a little bit. But uh, yeah, I don't think I'll need TRT anytime soon. Nice. Uh, or at least I don't want to. Mm -hmm. But if I were to take it, I could look like that. Yeah. Because I could double weight. You can easily double your testosterone with You're supplementation. You're taking uh, HRT? Uh, well, TRT? Well, so HRT is too general. HRT is hormone replacement therapy, okay. which is very general, right? And that's, that's what we're about to talk about with Liver King because it truly is an HRT stack. Like he does everything. Okay. TRT is testosterone replacement therapy. Right. It's specific. It's specific to anabolics. Got it. Um, so I just want to give a quick overview of like what he was doing and kind of give you guys the dummies guide to uh, PEDs, to, um, to performance and, and all this other stuff. Uh, but I want to get a few terms out of the way because they're just going to continually reoccur and it's, it's impossible not to. Oh, uh, actually, sorry, before I do that, uh, I should intro like how all this came to be. We, we glossed right over it. But, oh, you're right. Um, I referenced a bunch of things that you guys aren't even privy to as the audience yet. But uh, there's a channel on YouTube called No Plates, No Date, or sorry, More Plates, More Dates. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, I mean, it's, you're kind of right. Yeah, no, right? Yeah. Yeah. no Plates, No Dates. I could do No Plates, I got No Dates. I no, can do more no Plates, plates more No dates. dates might be the meme uh, The meme account yeah. to More Plates, More Dates. Right, he just has a second, second podcast yeah. in the YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, it's just these wiry, skinny dudes. <laughs> yeah. like, I haven't picked up shit. Yeah. Uh, so More Plates, More Dates is Derek. Uh, I can't recall his last name, but... Um, he's just Derek. Yeah, he is, uh, he's well-renowned in the space. Uh, uh, he openly admits to uh, using PEDs uh, in a, I don't think ethical is the right way, but in a mindful way. Um, effectively, like I think this is a big misnomer that people don't understand about PEDs is that they can be utilized properly, right? And they are constantly by everyday society. They're just not considered PEDs to them. So like uh, there are men in their 50s and beyond that have been on TRT or testosterone replacement therapy for decades. Human growth hormone too. Uh, yeah, HGH as well. So the big thing with TRT that you need to understand is it's just a steroid. It's an anabolic steroid, right? It's testosterone replacement therapy, but it is literally an anabolic steroid that's just prescribed. So are what? all steroids anabolic steroids? No. So Okay, so what's the difference? Yeah. Uh, the, the difference between anabolic and not is... Uh, well, it's major, actually. So right. uh, the general definition of steroid, uh, it's funny, I looked this up because I wasn't entirely sure, and I didn't write it down because I didn't think we were going to talk about the general definition. Mm. But uh, basically, um, uh, without being too clinical, uh, the major separator between like anabolic and non 
is that non is anti-inflammatory. So um, think about a uh, cortisone shot. Okay, yeah. That's a non uh, a, a non anabolic steroid. Um, another would be pregnisone. like pregnisone. Yeah. Okay. So if you need, which uh, I take some pregnisone when I get a gout, when I get the gout. Right. <laughs> right. So uh, gout is yeah. uh, a buildup of uric acid, which, lead, which leads to inflammation and right. tons of pain. Yes. Uh, so Very the much way so. the way to alleviate that is pregnisone. Uh, do you take a shot or do you take oral? Uh, I well, I, I've have gotten a shot when it was like really bad. Yeah. Um, but just faster just take acting. A pill. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, anabolic steroids are very much the same. So you can, you know, traditionally, I think people think that they're shoving horse needles in their ass, but that doesn't have to be the case. <laughs> right. Uh, but you can. Right. You can. Uh, but there's also oral ones. So um, basically, the definition of steroid is we're going to use it is the anabolic one. And this is just a synthetic steroid hormone that resembles testosterone in promoting the growth, growth of muscle. Okay, so this is specifically for muscle growth. Correct. Uh, so what it does is it uh, upregulates your, your testosterone production, um, increases it greatly, which then uh, has an anabolic effect in the body, uh, which basically promotes... Uh, I, I hate this fucking word. Hypertrophy. Hypertrophy. Yes, I have to say it is two separate words. Hypertrophy. You just want to win something. <laughs> that right. was great. Hypertrophy. Hypertrophy. There you Correct. go. Thank you. Good me. Uh, so Look at you. Hypertrophy. I learned that from uh, Tony Horton. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. Uh, hypertrophy is uh, effectively um, cells growing or, or the promotion of growth within the cells, which allows then uh, for the, the overall tissue to grow as well. Right. So with muscle, it's um, the, the promotion of growth within your muscle while you're under stress. So that's why we lift heavy things, right? right? It, it leads to hypertrophy. Um, steroids just upregulate that uh, times a million, basically, right? <laughs> it, it, it primes the body uh, with all the hormones necessary and then allows you to take on undue stress uh, and, and basically build okay. very quickly. So it promotes growth. Um, I want to I wanna talk about like the pros and cons really quickly, I guess, of, yeah. of anabolics. For, for what it's worth, to be clear, uh, I, I'm just... I'm no expert on this. I've never done anabolic steroids and uh, I just like am very fascinated by the science and this is all my own research. So I'm going to get a lot of things wrong. I'm going to just, I'm only giving a cursory overlook of this too. So it's like, I'm not digging deep into the science. So like, I'm sure there are going to be a ton of gotcha moments where it's like, oh, you don't fully understand. It's like, well, I'm not going to get into this. None like, of this is financial advice. Yeah. This, this is literally <laughs> not PED advice. Right. This is literally like the dummy's guide. Like right, yeah. for Brian, who's never looked this up, I want him to be able to walk away and say like, okay, I have a somewhat understanding of like what's going on. Here. Right. Let me ask you one question. Good. Was Schwarzenegger ever taken any of this? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He used to talk about how him and his buddies would inject go in the woods for six hours with three bottles of wine and just get drunk while lifting weights all day long. <laughs> that sounds like a Sick nice puppy. They would just like do pull-ups on trees and sling back some wine and like, you know, <laughs> pop a little D bolt in the ass and yeah. call it's, it a day. I hear chopping wood. Just, wild shit. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to like Mr. Olympia and stuff like that, uh, I don't know if the I don't know if it's changed, but in the past, it, it was never thought that you were clean, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, um, yeah. Schwarzenegger was a very active, open user, I think. Yeah, uh, and I honestly like it's unfortunate that he was around in the time frame that he was because now 
uh i think he could be a good advocate for like why all this stuff isn't as bad as we think like, i don't know if you guys remember but in schools we were warned heavily you, against like it, the narrative was anabolic steroids are bad for you it was the equivalent of heroin right they're drugs really oh don't, god yeah. do not do drugs yeah. and drugs consist of marijuana uh, heroin, cocaine, and steroids. Yeah, the problem really? is, is that just it was easier. Together. It was wow. easier to just lump all that stuff together and say don't do it than it was to educate people on the science. Exactly. Because, uh, like I'm giving you guys a cursory overlook, and I'm trying to be as untechnical as possible, and it's hard. Like yeah. this took me decades of of study and research, and you know I don't even have a degree in this stuff, so yeah. it's like and you imagine said you don't how even much, understand it fully. No, not even close. Yeah. Like I'm looking stuff up all the time. Imagine how much deeper <laughs> this goes for people like. Uh, that, that have like full-blown masters and, and I mean, PhDs in this shit. Yeah, it's the same thing as like any field, right? Like poker is obviously like, it, it's a very small field with a lot of science and right. things involved that it's very easy to just chalk it up and say, oh, don't gamble. Way easier. Way easier to just say stay away. Yeah. Yep. Honestly, you're absolutely right. So, But maybe, maybe uh, you should. But there is, well, there, there, because there are downsides, right? right? So it's not like there aren't side effects. It's, it's It should be very much understood that there are negative effects to uh, utilizing these uh, hormone therapy uh, especially if it's not done in a mindful way. So I think we think a lot about the bros at the gym who are just popping and shooting. Right. And they don't know what the fuck they're doing because they're probably doing less research than I am and not in a scientific way. And it is uh, very easy to abuse. Yes. Well, it's also very, and we're, we're going to talk about that too, but it's very easy to just like have hearsay. get spread around. You see a guy like Liver King at the gym who's yoked out of his mind and says like, here's my stack, just replicate it. And you do. And yeah, you might get his results, but you forget about the fact that now you have an enlarged heart, you're privy to hypertension, uh, and all of these like longevity or long-term effects that actually might crush you, right? Right. It's just a matter of being informed to make the decision to say, okay, now I do want to take these or I don't because of these things. Right. And that's a personal choice. Yeah. Man, I queued this up twice and I, I keep forgetting. Can you please play the, the more, uh, more plates, more dates uh, segment real quick? Leaked emails, blood test results, and a full steroid cycle breakdown. That's what we're going to be getting into in this video, and it is shocking to say the least. Before we do, though, it only feels fitting to go back to the beginning because this very much feels like a story that has come full circle for us on this channel and do it the justice it deserves by fleshing it out from inception. Okay, uh, so now that, that that's, I should have played that 20 minutes ago, so I, I apologize. Uh, so now that you guys are kind of caught up a little bit with uh, what we're talking about here today, I, I do want to like finish uh, getting these terms out of the way. So as it comes to the negative side effects of, uh, of steroid use, when, um, when not regulated, obviously, uh, you suffer from raised cholesterol. Now... Cholesterol markers are uh, a hot button issue in general. Uh, they tend to not mean what they mean. Uh, so like uh, LDL, HDL are the good and bad cholesterol markers. And uh, for a long time, we believed that we could predict heart disease based off of, I believe, HDL, but I can't recall. Um, but it actually turns out that how, like what, like what those numbers are, there isn't a direct correlation to heart disease necessarily. Um, what really matters is the size of, of the cholesterol and whether or not they're they're prone to block. So uh, I believe it's tri not triglycerides. Um, what's the or maybe it is triglycerides? It's triglycerides. Yeah, triglycerides. Uh, that's that's the bad fat 
in your in your blood mm. um so that's usually a, a good indicator of heart health uh but anyway raise cholesterol uh through synthetic use of of these drugs is obviously a bad thing and it does lead to a higher risk in heart disease uh this can come from the form of hypertension it can come from the form of uh you know potentially blocked arteries all, all types of stuff basically you're stressing your heart um but additionally and we'll talk a little bit about this later with like hgh uh it can lead to enlarged organs as well which is uh, a whole separate issue and you can find this stuff from blood work yes these answers yes exactly the enlarged organs you can figure um, out from blood work no probably you need an mri for that yeah, yeah just guess. the numbers yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah actually the what would lead you to getting the mri would but, likely be uh i got you peak numbers in your in your blood work yeah it makes sense um secondary side effect could potentially be liver damage uh obviously your liver is handling all the toxins uh this stuff in excess is going to be treated as a bit of a toxin in your body so uh that that can be a bit of a problem as well um the uh so another word i want to get out there is androgen and what this means is uh effectively the male characteristics right so uh, I think people have a, a little bit of a misnomer thinking that like all steroids lead to, because they lead to an up, uh, upshot in testosterone, they also lead to uh, an increase in male characteristics like body hair, uh, deepened voice. We, we talk about this all the time when it comes to women taking steroids. Uh, that's actually not true. There's a ratio of the anabolic nature of steroids and the androgen ratio of, or uh, nature of steroids. So um, basically there are designer drugs that are high in being anabolic and low in being uh or, or affecting the uh androgenin effects right created in a lab yeah i mean all of this stuff is synthetic right right mm -hmm. um but specifically um why am i losing the name uh spe specifically winstrol is very popular among women because it's relatively low in uh the androgen effects mm -hmm. uh so i just wanted to get that term out there because we're going to talk about it briefly uh as we actually get into what his stack was but uh when the androgen effects are high what you'll see is hair loss on the scalp uh denser facial facial and body hair uh acne oily skin deepened voice rougher skin increased aggression infertility and these were all the side effects that we were warned about as kids right, right? like you're gonna Roidal rage. yeah you're gonna kill somebody if you take steroids because you're so angry and can't control your emotions and yada yeah. yada yada. and your balls shrink yeah your balls actually yeah <laughs> yeah you can get testicular atrophy that's a thing yeah um though for what it's worth i don't know that that's really all that terrifying other than it looks aesthetically <laughs> weird <laughs> uh like i I guess the infertility aspect of it, depending on what your I age think is. Roid rage is also debatable. Uh, no. Well, yes and no. Um, There's, I've seen articles where it's like it's not necessarily proven. Uh, so the the high androgen aspect of it does have a direct correlation, it seems, to uh, that like center of our brain uh, due to the hormonal imbalance. But uh, I don't know how like what what you're talking about probably, like what you're right? talking about is like the chris ben wash it where he was juiced out of his mind killed his whole family and then killed himself my god and i don't know that that is necessarily uh directly correlated to steroid use like that's probably an CTE. underlying yeah, yeah it's almost certain to be an underlying issue right. whether it's cte or some sort of mental health defect that mm -hmm. this may amplify right and it's easy to attribute because of the roid rage stigma yes right. Yeah. right exactly so causation does not necessarily equal correlation or correlation does not necessarily equal causation in this go. instance um <clears throat> Uh, the last thing uh, I want to talk about is HGH and IGF-1. 
these are terms that you've probably heard thrown around a bunch, especially if you followed baseball in the 2000s. Uh, so HGH is human growth hormone. Um, I think this is misqualified a lot as being anabolic, and it's not. Uh, it's not a steroid. It, uh, it basically is utilized. It already exists naturally in your body. Right. Uh, so your pituitary gland produces it. Um, and uh, it, it basically follows our life cycle, right? So it's at our highest when we are, you know, at our peak in puberty. Uh, and then it begins to drop off as you get into adulthood. Right. Uh, it has a direct correlation or it upregulates IGF-1. IGF-1 is insulin-like growth factor one. Uh, this does have anabolic effects in adults. So HGH itself, not anabolic, but it upregulates a hormone that is, or a protein, I guess, uh, that is anabolic. So when you're an adult, mm -hmm. it is possible to be anabolic. Yes. But as a kid, it's not. Correct. As a kid, it, uh, IGF-1 um, actually just upregulates all of your growth. It just enhances your growth. Right. So, uh, for instance, Brian, you took HGH when you were 10-ish mm -hmm. or whatever. My brother yeah. did too. It's because you were deficient. Right. Uh, in, I was it, actually deficient in uh, human growth hormone itself. Yeah. Right? So I had to take a supplement, essentially. Right. But as a byproduct, you were also going to be deficient then in IGF-1, which meant that like you were, you were uh, prone to not develop. Right. Right? So... Uh, human growth or HGH uh, outside of uh, having a correlation to IGF-1 will also have a correlation to cells and organs, right? So basically HGH in and of itself stimulates tissue growth, uh, cell reproduction and regeneration, right? So as a kid, uh, if you're deficient in HGH, then you're going to be, you're going to have a problem with your skin. You're going to have a problem with your hair. You're going to have a problem with uh, all of these things that are in developmental stages, your organs, your brain, whatever, right? Um, but as a secondary byproduct, you're also going to have a problem with your actual physical growth. And that's what IGF-1 uh, had an impact in. And that's why you saw yourself get so shredded, right? right. Because when you have that upregulation yeah. of IGF-1, which is promoting... Uh, uh, 10-year-old kid running around with a six-pack. So, right. is <laughs> so it wasn't anabolic in you, but it was promoting... Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so HGH has IGF-1 in it? No. No, okay. no, no. They're two it, different things. It, it communicates with it. Okay. Right? So it upregulates it in the body. Okay, so HGH allows your IGF-1 to increase. Correct. So by taking HGH, both things go up. Yes. Because that's what happened to my brother. My brother uh, was in, I think he was 12, mm -hmm. and he would go, like, uh, he was like a freshman in high school and do workouts after school, and he just got jacked like mm -hmm. so quick yeah. and everyone's like oh you're cheating it's like is that fucking cheating i mean right. it's semi-cheating but relax like <laughs> yeah i think the term cheating is like uh a little bit unfair well it's unfair because uh there is a baseline right so cheating is what <laughs> liver king did which we'll talk about and it's because he like literally tried to double uh, the, the, the the general baseline right. for where he should be right when you take when you take uh you know human growth hormone as, as a child when you deficient they, they try to get it to the, to the level that's average yeah and don't get me wrong what a, like what a normal uh person would right and don't get me wrong like they they are cheating in the sense that biologically you were supposed to be stunted mm -hmm. but they're also just like we we can we have that technology right? right and that's the big thing that i think is worth discussing is that uh there's a way to do this uh ethically or, or however you want to think about it um that just basically gets you to not necessarily where you're supposed to be, right? Because like when you're supplementing at 50, uh, like so, like a guy like Perkins, for example, uh, who I believe said that he was on TRT whenever he he got into good shape, 
he's supplementing. It's not to get to the base hormone level of what a 50-year-old should be. It's to get to the base hormone level of what a 30-year-old should yeah, be. Yeah, he, he got fucking yeah. jacked. Right, but that's good. Yeah, yeah, good jack. Right, so it's like if you're 50 and have the ability to maintain a hormonal panel of a 30-year-old, you just should because yeah, it's not? fucking healthier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and I think the big thing that people don't understand is when you put longevity, number one, uh, what you're really trying to do is not live longer. You're trying to live uh, a, a higher... You're, you're trying to set the bar higher for the time that you are alive, right? right? So I'm still probably going to die at 72 or whatever the average age for males are uh, as far as death rate goes. But you're going to maybe a little higher just because you're active and live a good lifestyle. Well, either way, that doesn't matter. That's not the number I'm trying to correct, mm-hmm. right? I'm trying to correct for uh, the age my body will be when I die, right? So I want, instead of spending two years or five years or 10 years or 15 years in the death spiral which is how most people go out. If you look at the average health and the average, like, um, I guess, physicality of people who are in their 60s and beyond, they're, they're just, they're not fat. Generally, they're not obese, but they're mush. You know what right, I mean? Right, like, kind of soft. They, not only are they soft, but they're like, they struggle to get around. They're, they're brittle. Their mm-hmm. bones are, right. you know. They're, they're, more, they're more prone to injury. And, yeah. Yeah. They're right. not. They're not able to live a full life any longer. I I yeah. saw something where there was someone of a certain company that was really trying to max out, lowering his by like his age. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that that was very extreme. Exactly. Um, like it was, but there's ways where he went from whatever he was to being like the age of 24. In no, it wasn't. It wasn't that extreme. Okay. I think he, I think he was like 46 years old, and he uh, had the biological age of like a 38 year old or something like that. Right. He, he shaved basically like a decade off of mm-hmm. the pre-death spiral. Yeah. Situation. Yeah, and yeah. and you know those numbers aren't very accurate. Like, exactly. The science isn't necessarily there yet, but the whole point is that. Uh, we don't have to start dying. Like we don't have to follow the bell curve of life. Right. Right. We, we, our technology allows us to get beyond that. And instead, like the longer we can maintain the peak of the bell, I'd rather have, have that sharp decline. Right. Like maintain the peak and then get cancer and die. Okay, fine. (laughs) Right. I see what you're saying. I mean, I know it sounds dark, but it's like live the life that you want to live while you Mm -hmm. can. Yeah, I would much rather be like 65. Like Perkins is just like slowly getting why decline? Yeah, Yeah, why go through the slow decline? Blaze of glory, baby. Right. Like uh, when people say live fast, die young. I think that I think that they have in their mind that they have control over the dying young part, Mm -hmm. but they don't. And what ends up happening is you put your body through like so much abuse that you truly do die young right. in the sense that that was the last point that you were going to be able to live life to its fullest. Yeah. And now you have decades upon decades upon decades of just like suffering in this body that doesn't want to cooperate. Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's like you'd, my... You'd rather live young, die fast. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if that's your mantra. In, in the sense of like you're trying to get to as old as you can before hitting death spiral era. Right, yeah, yeah. Because death spiral yeah. era is just real. Yeah. Um... So now, how do PEDs play into pre-post-death right. so, spiral? So, so this is where the difference between like hormonal therapy versus uh, versus like performance enhancement comes into play, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the whole backstory to this is that Liver King professed that he was natural right. for the better part of a year. Everybody on Earth who knows it's anything about anything, I wonder know, what the percentage of people thought. He well, telling the truth, he's making. According to him, a hundred million a year in his yeah, company right. revenue. So, which if he says lot. if he says a hundred million, it's probably like twenty million. Is Maybe. that, is that yeah, public information? 
I mean, uh, he just said, not. well, per- yeah, personal. They're not public companies, so I Personally it. public. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's um, $100 million. Sure, he made a lot. Yeah, either way, like, it seems like he's crushing it. So uh, the social media campaign certainly works, but um, it's now been discovered that he's not natty, right? So emails from his trainer were leaked. Um, to where, Derek. Yeah. To Derek and no, uh, more plates, more dates. God damn. Um, Fuck the death spiral starting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm croaking. Uh, and in that email, he uh, he basically leaked what his supplemental stack was, right? So um, to just go through these relatively quickly, uh, IGF one LR is a peptide used for fat burning. Uh, it inhibits movements of glucose into the cell, which then promotes fat burning as fuel. So basically, uh, this will just upregulate. Uh, how you allocate glucose into the cells, which will then also uh, convert fat rather than uh, rather than like simple carbohydrates or protein. So basically, you're burning fat. Yes, it basically breaks fat down into glucose to utilize as okay. uh, so it, it helps promote uh, fat loss. Right. So you're more short. likely to burn fat and not the muscle, like muscle as well. Yep. Got it. Um, I don't. I don't know if I ever defined peptide. Uh, if I didn't, basically, it's a short chain amino acid, uh, and it's generally used as a signal boost for natural functions within the body. So, like HGH is a peptide, mm-hmm. uh, just signal boost to your pituitary gland to produce more. Uh, well, actually, that's not true. That is not true. HGH is not a peptide. HGH is actually the the supplementation oh, so- of what your pituitary produces. Right. Uh, this next uh, supplement that he took is a peptide. So he took CJC uh, with IMAP. Um, IMAP being uh, or sorry, he wrote IMAP, but it's actually IPAM. Uh, IPAM being uh, uh, ipamorlin, uh, which is a peptide. Um, I've actually taken this stuff uh, in the past, and it's used to stimulate the pituitary gland to produce more growth hormone. Mm, okay. Uh, basic function, right? So uh, it basically just like knocks on the door, says, hey, wake up. I know you think you're too old for this shit, but we need to get you out of bed, start producing more growth hormone. Do your job. Yeah, do your fucking job, man. Uh <laughs> The next thing he took is ibutamorin. Um, this is a non-peptide that binds to the ghrelin receptor. Uh, so the ghrelin receptor is uh, within the pituitary uh, and it upregulates uh, growth hormone production. So it's similar to uh, ipamorlin, but it's uh, not a peptide and it seems to be a little bit more aggressive. So it's like HGH plus? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, no. Okay. No, no, no. It's, it's like... Ipamorlin plus. Ipam- okay. So it's uh, telling the pituitary gland to say, do your job. It's still trying more. to get you to naturally okay. produce, right? That's, so do more of your job. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Omnitrope is uh, pharma- pharmacy grade HGH. So now this is just the sheer supplementation of human growth hormone. This is HGH plus. This is, this is the this baseball is era. This, yeah. Yes, this is HGH. This is the best HGH on the market. This is what Barry Bonds was doing. This is what all the baseball players were doing. This is that good shit. Right. And the big <laughs> reason for it remember is not because it's anabolic in nature like yes you will stimulate some muscle growth out of this but the basic use uh for hgh is the promotion of cellular growth regeneration or rejuvenation uh so what he'll get out of this is healthier skin um healthier eyes uh he'll recover faster and the recovery allows him to then stress himself more so if he's overworking at all, this will correct for that. So you will look younger and be able to recover faster. You'll look younger, you'll feel better, and your recovery being faster will allow you to work harder. Okay. This is, I think, so this is, correct me if I'm wrong, 
a lot of uh, baseball players w- would take this when they were injured so they could recover faster and return to the field. They would also stack right? it with actual steroids. Okay. Uh, which is also what uh, Liver King is doing here as I get into this <laughs> so, next portion. So they recover and get jacked. Correct. So the, 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 reason it, the reason to stack it with steroids is that if you're now recovering faster so that you can take on more load, well, you should be doing something to promote you to be stronger and uh, to, to be able to be in hypertrophy more often, nice. right? Yeah, I, I, yeah, thanks. <laughs> so now you stack the steroid with it, right? He was taking three different types of steroids. So he was taking uh, test sip, which is effectively TRT. It's anabolic in nature. Think uh, a mass builder. That's basically what this is going to do, right? Okay. So this is going to help promote Muscle uh, volume. Yeah, mm-hmm. building in, in, in growth, right? He was also taking DECA. Uh, which is highly anabolic, but does not transform uh, to the androgenin. So um, this will target raising the ceiling of strength and stamina. So again, now with this, think performance. This allows him to increase his time under tension, which naturally will increase muscle growth, muscle strength, muscle power. It keeps your muscles saturated for longer and allows you to recover faster. Yes. Uh, it rebuilds muscle, bone tissues, and in, it also eases joint pain. And it's almost what this SIP thing does as well. It's just extra. Um, like no, how different no. is test, SIP? Test SIP is think okay. think mass builder. Okay, so this is just to make you look bigger. And test SIP will make you look bigger. <laughs> will increase the volume of your muscles. And then, it, it drastically increases your testosterone, your okay. ability to lift weights. Basically, and then Deca will keep you saturated longer. Deca is closer to like HGH. Yes, it keeps your muscles saturated okay. longer. Uh, it, it targets raising stamina and uh, strength. So basically, it keeps you time, your time under tension. Your stress levels are able to increase, right? Right. And HGH allowing you to recover allows you to do that without right. any you negative side effects. You can just continually go hard all the time. He works out twice a day, right. seven yeah. days a week. And where you actually, as a, a human that doesn't take any of this, will be the re- the rest fatigued. Out. You'd burn out, yeah. Uh, yeah, so there's, there's an actual medical condition uh, of overtraining. Goggins went through it whenever he ran his first 100-mile uh, Ironman. Yeah. Where you just like start pissing blood. Uh, I can't remember the name. Sep. Is it SEP? It's not SEP. I don't know. Um, fuck, man. Uh, anyway. Anyways, there's an overtraining. It's a byproduct illness. of overtraining, and what ends up happening is uh, lactic acid builds up in your blood, and your organs begin to fail, mm-hmm. uh, specifically your kidney and livers. Okay. Um, You're going too hard. Like, your body literally just cannot take it. Okay. Damn. There's so much stuff here, and, I mean, we have a resident, uh, a resident helper, Guapo, is a little bit educated on this from his past. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I was more of the uh, bro science. Right. Mm-hmm. I, this, was, uh, I was working at a strip club. At a boy. And <laughs> long story short, I was going to the gym and the guys, yeah, the bouncers were like, dude, just do this and this and it'll happen. So I was like, all right, cool. And did it happen? Three months and it definitely happened. <laughs> what, what, uh, what were you taking? Uh, it was a stack of test and DECA. Mm. Okay. But this guy is on infinite yeah. at the moment. Then there's still more. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's still more. So he also started. <laughs> wait, a, there's more. He also started a cycle of windstraw, which I had already previously mentioned. Right. Uh, uh, again, this has a low uh, androgen, androgen yeah. score. Um, it reduces uh, overgrowth of the male characteristics. So, like I said, this is very popular in women bodybuilders. This is also an oral um, uh, activation. So he's just taking pills right. with this stuff. 
Um, the big thing about this of why Winstrol is so insanely popular. So what people don't understand is when your testosterone levels spike like this, like he, he's probably in the 15 or 1600s, Jesus. your estrogen also rises accordingly. And that's why gynomastia is a byproduct of a lot of people on steroids where they get, you know, for lack of a better term, Rest? bitch tits. Right. Yeah. Well, that's a nice way of putting it. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> but they, they, they get, uh, they get man boobs, right? Yeah. They get moobs, you know? Um, and it's a byproduct of their estrogen levels being so insanely high. So they also have to take something, uh, they have to take like estrogen blockers in order to downregulate right. their estrogen production while upregulating <laughs> the testosterone. It gets really fucked, right? Right. So this is going to be a real- You become a mad scientist. Yeah. It's going to become a real fall from grace when you stop. Uh, not necessarily. Okay. Because, but yes, you're right. In the sense that like, it's never good to be, if you think of your body as having like on off switches- um, but not like light switches. Like think of it as like a generator mm -hmm. where when you turn it on, it takes some time before it actually starts running, right? There's the warm up phase where it's like, mm -hmm. you know, and then eventually it gets to running. Uh, and when you turn it off, uh, everything turns off. Yeah. Like, th so think of it as like a generator in cold weather where now it becomes hard to restart it harder and harder to restart every single time. That's what's happening whenever you're playing with these levers, in your hormones, right? Like when you're up shooting your testosterone, you're trying to regulate everything in real time, and it's right. like yeah. very and difficult to do. I'm sure he's working when someone created this stack with scientists that say sure. this will all not fuck you up, but it might. Right. Well, it's an imperfect science is the problem. Yeah. Uh, he has to be continually getting blood panels, like weekly, probably. But right. the big thing with Winstrol of why it's uh, so popular is it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't upregulate your estrogen levels. Oh wow! So it keeps them right. It keeps balanced. them the same. That's what makes Winstrol pretty pretty. Yeah, dope. it's it's basically like a designer steroid. Uh, yeah. It can be prescribed in Europe, uh, not in the United States, but uh, nevertheless, like you know, this is a very popular. All my European friends help. <laughs> uh, more plates, more dates. Also, uh, did Israel Adesanya because he had a little. I think it's called bilateral gynecomastia, mm -hmm. where one of his boobs was looking a little sus. Because you can get surgery yeah. to, like, kind of get fixed. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see oh, that, wow. his right one. Yeah, and he had, uh, it, it got millions of views, so. Yeah. Izzy might be on the sauce. No real shock. I mean, if you're going to go in there and uh, fight for your fight life, for your life, literally, yeah. uh, you know, taking, taking a couple edges here and there, it seems pretty reasonable. <laughs> My boy Connor's looking pretty big right now, too. Connor looks <laughs> insane. Yeah, he's just. Connor, Crazy have you Jack. seen this, Matt? No. He's been, oh, he's been out of the USADA pool for since he broke his leg. So since he broke his leg, he's out of the USADA pool. Um, and in order to, to heal quicker, people are suspecting that maybe he's... He's know, on some shit. Doing some stuff. USADA yeah. is what? USADA. USADA is the testing agency that does the Olympics and gotcha. also the UFC. Gotcha. If, can you pull it up for us, Guapo? Connor looks yeah, he's insane. ginormous. Really? He looks unlimited. He unlimited. looks so unlimited. It's crazy, like the difference that yeah. that he looks between now and when he was fighting. Yeah, because he was never really big. He was like just he was shredded, but he was yeah, never he's really like. Real juicy. Let me see if I can find his IG. You can definitely find the Instagram. But anyways, it sounds like there's so much stuff and like things that can go wrong very quick when you're playing these games of. Mm -hmm how to maximize my T while keeping my estrogen low. Yeah, and I mean, like, that was the whole premise behind these emails that he was sending to this trainer is that basically, like, he's, he's like, look, here's, uh, here's what's I, need, going on. I need a very specific aesthetic look that I need to achieve. I need to do it in a reasonable period of time. 
and I need to be able to maintain it. And here's the help that I have to do that. Correct. Um, so this is this is the stack that he was operating off of. Uh, that's now obviously public, and everybody understands. To give you an idea, holy shit! Look at his quads, bro. Whoa, <laughs> I mean, that's Jesus! Just... Jesus! What? Yeah, this, How guy, long this, this guy used system? to fight at 145 pounds. How long does it stay in your system? Um, what, steroids? Yeah. Like, if he was going to come back to fight, how long would it be? No, I think wait, each steroid... I don't even recognize him. What happened to... He yeah, he's, shaved his he's face? Just, yeah. Just big. His jawline. Yeah, I was like... You could see a massive difference in his jawline. I was, like, I was like, you mean Conor McGregor, right? Yeah. yeah. That doesn't <laughs> look like Conor McGregor. But look McGregor. at his jaw... Like, that, that's, that's very... So, the... Um, when we're talking about these uh, androgen effects... effects side, the side effects. Yeah, the yeah. side effects, the androgen effects. Like, his jawline changing is a, is a very clear one, right? right. That's, that's a male masculine characteristic. That is becomes more. It, it's well, he's always had a beard, so you could never really tell what his jawline. Yeah, but he was, was but so. That looks really I mean, pronounced. Yeah, that so, that yeah. chin is mm -hmm. uh, very very yeah, very cower esque. Yeah, very cower. <laughs> he's the crimson chin. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, basically, getting off of this stack uh, to give you guys a premise, or, or to give you guys a, a for instance of what or how aggressive this was, the amount of HGH that Liver King was taking a day uh, was equivalent to ten IU's per day okay uh that number means nothing to most people but to give you guys an idea i've been taking hgh for five years and uh i just take like enough of a maintenance dose to keep my my levels where they would be if i were uh, a little bit younger like 30 something and you were deficient because you're just getting older yeah i'm not okay. deficient I'm, I'm normal for my age okay but i'm deficient compared to me at 27 okay and if you have the ability to be younger yeah. for that spiral purposes yeah so i'm basically not? taking like a healthy uh um maintenance dose mm -hmm. uh i was taking one i, I take one fiftieth of what he took oh my god Jeez. i take 0.25 i use a day Jeez. he took 10. <laughs> Wow. To give you an idea, I take like 140, I guess. Still. Yeah, whatever. Um, so it's like, that's, that's the difference. And um, basically, he was saying even with taking 10 IUs a day, his IGF-1 was not responding. So uh, his doctor thinks he's a hyper under responder or something along those lines, whatever. But the whole point is, is that like, when you start to play with this chemistry outside the bounds of like, where you originally were so like i think that's the big difference that i want to clarify right it's like uh i take certain things for health and performance and optimization that just seem to be clinically good without any real downside right so uh the age the amount of hgh that i take just gets me to levels that are normal within my body that i've been before what he's trying to do is create designer levels right mm -hmm. so if if like for instance um he looks at like Arnold Schwarzenegger and says, that's the perfect human, right? He is basically trying to replicate what Arnold Schwarzenegger's hormonal panel would look like, right? And say like, okay, I need a 1500 testosterone. I need a 300 IGF one uh, score. I need to like hit all these other markers in between. And he's just tweaking the amount of supplementation that he takes until he's able to hit these numbers and then land on an aesthetic that he's proud of or pleased with, right? Which is what he looks like now. Correct. Um, so that is basically what he's able to do within a lab. And uh, I, think the, I think that that's obviously like what makes him a farce, right? But it's, it's only, he's, only, uh, he's only a fraud in the sense of selling the product. 
He's not a fraud in the life that he lives. Right. 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 Yeah. It's like he's promoting a good lifestyle outside of the crazy, uh, you know, stack that he's doing. But yeah. It's, he, like without the stack, he probably right. just looks like me. Right. But he's he he's a char, charlatan in the way where he's like, you take all these products that I sell, and you'll look like this. Yeah. And that and that is and people. You know, he's duped people, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. And and they, they, you know, they're buying these products with an unreal expectation. And, and don't get me wrong, too. Like, I mean, Matt, you can obviously, like, help here. You still have to train very hard to look like that. So this is something that I, I wanted to lean into. Uh, Doug put out a, a tweet yesterday or a couple of days ago updating where he's at in his process. Uh, I think he started 28% body fat. And he Do you need, look like Liver King? He needed to lose half, if I recall. Is that is that correct? Uh, I'm not entirely sure on what he had to yeah. get to, but I think yeah, he, he started at 28 and he needs to get to 14. To so 14. he has to lose half. Right. Now, 14 is super attainable. I walk at probably 15 uh, most times of the year. And whenever I cut, I could probably get as low as like 12. Man, I really but I also I don't ever get higher than like 18. Okay. So 28 to 14 is huge, huge, huge it's, uh, gap. It's a massive leap. Specifically because 28 speaks to the fact that you've never been 14, generally, right? Correct. Like for me to get to 28 would probably take more work than me to get to 12. You'd really be fat, Matt. I would be, but uh, but what I'm getting <laughs> at is like it would take years of being sedentary and eating really shitty, yeah, in order for me to lose that much muscle. Right, because you have so much muscle now that it's, it's going to keep your body fat yeah. low. Correct. Right. So like for someone like Landon, who's probably still I in the mid twenties, I could get to twenty eight. I, I I'm sure I you're not far mid, off. I don't think I'm mid twenty. I don't really know how long it takes. Or like you can like see defined abs. That's not the way to think about it. Sure, but you definitely can't see abs at 22% body fat. You, you're, you're thinking about it all wrong, though. Mm. And yeah, you possibly could. Uh, there's, there's certainly a world where, maybe not me, but... Um, you get a DEXA scan. I'm thinking of somebody like more muscular. Somebody like Foxen. There's a world where Foxen could have abs at 22%. Mm. Maybe not like pronounced, but like you'd start to see... You, they, they would pop out because he's so fucking muscular mm -hmm. that's why i'm saying you're thinking about this wrong yeah yeah like it's just proportional you're skinny and yeah. you're lean yeah but you easily could still be 24 percent because you don't have a, a base of a lot of muscle yeah i'm not very strong which is why your your weight is so low yeah as you've gone through this process i should get a dexa scan yeah you should i should get uh, a dexa scan and see them 16 percent. i would I, <laughs> I would i mean it's possible because your weight is Only incredibly 25. low uh, your weight is incredibly low, but if I were to give you a range, I would think you're somewhere between like 19 and 23. Mm -hmm. If if I had to guess, yeah. Um, but anyway, the whole point is, is like Doug was at 28. Uh, you know, he he doesn't claim to have been working out a ton in his life or whatever. He needs to get to 14 within a year. That's a that's a big ask. Like it's similar to what I was telling Chin. He had to do. I think he had to go from uh, 30 something to like 16 to 18 or something like that. Yeah. Um, I really wonder what I was at the start of the year. Damn, should 30. That. 30, uh, 30, 30, 30 plus 30 plus that's what I'm, sure. I'm, I'm definitely with 30 plus i just don't know what the number was maybe it was 30 like 30 mid 30s high 30s i mean it's not important because it's it's you know what it was it was a byproduct of a you were fat but b you had no muscle mass yeah yeah and the b is so much more important than the a because backing it and that's quick. what that's what i want to talk about right now because i think when doug made this bet he was of the impression that you could just lose weight that a was enough and I think you're of that impression too, where you keep thinking the skinnier you get, the lower the percentage of body fat. Which but it's is, a ratio. Which is true, but it's not. only kind of true. Yeah. You're losing muscle proportionally. Yeah. Right? So you're not that, just only burning fat. Correct. When you're when you're shedding that weight, 
you're also uh, converting some protein into glycogen. And, uh, you know, it's not just fat loss, right? So you're, you're, you're losing some muscle. You, uh, and the other thing is that, like, in order to reach these teen levels, and specifically if you ever want to get the single digits, you have to basically outpace your muscle growth to your fat loss, right? So you're gaining more muscle than, uh, and uh, burning. A, a big part of changing that number is increasing the muscle mass not decreasing the fat amount. Yeah. And right? then, I think people think that it's strictly just fat loss. So when people get like their DEXA scans, because I remember uh, when Lynn had, had a bet with uh, Sam, mm -hmm. they were saying that water weight uh, is recorded in a DEXA as lean muscle mass. Yeah, because basically a DEXA scan is imperfect. It's just an x-ray. Mm -hmm. So uh, you plug in the weight as a parameter. Think of it as like a solver, right? Weight is one of the parameters yeah. Yeah. and you just put it in. And then it takes this x-ray and it looks for density, right? right? And uh, water has no density, right. but that weight is on you. Yeah. Somebody just said Landon's body fat percentage is almost certainly lower than Berkey's. Okay. What well, do you think? I mean, right this very second, I would bet. You'd bet? Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would bet too. I mean, on, on you being. Yeah. I'm, what, what are you? I'm like 188 pounds and I'm in the process of leaning out. Like I, I would imagine I'm somewhere around like 15 or 16. Like he and I weigh roughly the same and he is much stronger than me. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not close. Yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not like uber lean. I'm not trying to claim that I'm going to break the DEXA or anything yeah, yeah, like that, yeah. but I'm certainly not 20. And I think that you could be flirting with it. Yeah. Uh, and I know this because like there've been times where I thought I was pretty lean, but uh, I was coming off of like not having done a bulk and just like cutting and I went in, I was like 17, 18%. And it's because I lost a lot of muscle whenever I shedded 15 pounds. And that's just because not of a lot the of way muscle, that... Not a lot of muscle, but I lost you know, some muscle. Right, because you would agree that everybody burns, call it muscle and fat, differently and disproportionately to each other. So some people might burn more fat and less muscle, yeah. and yeah. some people might so, burn... So that's the, the um, purpose of bulking, is to, to, to build up the muscle so when you lose the fat, your muscle mass comes back well, it's down just to a, what... It, it, it's it large, it's largely bought. to build up mass as a whole so you can move more weight. Right. So what a lot of these drugs are doing for Liver King, uh, we try to control more through diet, right? He's able to increase his mass through steroids, which then allows him to take on more stress mm -hmm. and lift heavier weights, right. which then allows his body to grow right because right. you can't okay, just right. only when you call it bulk or whatever put on strictly muscle right mm -hmm. you put on muscle and fat at the same time and then the idea is you yeah. cut the fat that's later. how he gets those yeah. ridiculous abs like yes. his abs are like it's not that they're just cut they're they're huge they're like the the, the actual there's a lot of rumors going around that it's really big there's a lot of rumors going around that he has surgical yeah, yeah i heard that too so i which, don't know how true or false that is is that a um, thing you can get like, yeah, I mean, you can get calf implants. I know you can get calf implants, but you can get Same like thing. ab them. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Huh? Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's you probably can, just you can like get ab implants. surface level. Yeah. You can definitely get ab implants. Um, there is a... <laughs> like you. No, <laughs> there's a doctor in town that plays poker that he does all. Um, really? Yeah, and he puts all his stories on Instagram. Like cosmetic. And I just watch every single one of them. <laughs> Entertaining? God. Damn. It's, it's weird because like... I don't know. Like a uh, dog, uh, like the dog chiro chiropractic videos. They're very yeah. satisfying. Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's if, you, cool. if, if you want to think of like uh, bulking cuts in uh, a ratioed way, basically when you're bulking, you want to be increasing muscle mass in accordance to uh, like like slightly slightly faster than you're increasing your fat mass. And then when you're cutting, you want to cut your fat loss slightly faster than you're than you're right. uh, and try to maintain muscle. 
then you're atrophying. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. So there's basically uh, there's hypertrophy <laughs> whenever you're bulking and atrophy when you're cutting. Okay, uh, that's that's the easiest way to think about it. I mean, I, that's super right. cursory level, and like right. I'm not doing it a good justice because uh, these guys that you're seeing here, these guys that's inject oil. Yeah, they inject themselves with oil. <laughs> I've seen that. It's disgusting. It's so gross. It's super popular in like the Central America, yeah. South so South America yeah, countries. Yeah, I, I, I'll see like random like videos pop up on Instagram with these people. Guys like you, you, people you die from, from yeah. Of course. Yeah, it's wild. It's fucking. Yeah, wild, I don't man. understand. It, it doesn't even look like. It doesn't I guess, even look good. Aesthetically right. uh, appealing. Uh, but anyway, the whole reason I brought up the Doug thing is because uh, it's not as simple as eating fewer calories and training harder. Just lose right? all your weight, bro. Right. Like for a while, I think, uh, and a lot of people who first get into caring about this stuff look at it through the aesthetics first and foremost, and then performance second. Longevity totally disregarded, right? Um, or they'll look at diet through the lens of longevity and then everything else through the lens of aesthetics and performance, not realizing that the, the overlap between diet and training as far as aesthetics go is probably like, you know, 60, 40 diet to training, maybe even 70, 30, right? Like diet's just more and more important. Yeah. Well, not way more important, but it's certainly right. it's, more uh, it's important. Very important. Uh, so when, when it's all said and done, basically, eventually you just arrive at the fact that they, they work together with one another and everybody tries to simplify everything. So I've seen the Granu talk about this a lot. I've seen Polk talk about this a lot. All they keep referencing is uh, thermogenics, uh, or, or sorry, thermodynamics. Uh, ther thermodynamics, and the rule of, uh, you know, basically energy can either be created or destroyed. So uh, if you are expending more calories than you're taking in, then you'll naturally just lose weight. Right, calories in versus calories out. Correct, and that's true, obviously. It is, but it's it's uh, true with a caveat. Uh, there's a huge difference between starving yourself and burning more calories than you consume. Right. Massive, massive difference. Right. right, massive difference when you're talking about uh, atrophying the muscle. So if if you are, uh, I don't want to say sedentary, but I guess that's the extreme case, right? Say you're sedentary, mm -hmm. and uh, your your daily burn to be sedentary is 1200 calories and you start consuming a thousand. Well, A, your vitals will start to shut down eventually. Like your brain will yeah. just stop operating. Right. But in the process, prior to that happening, your body will eat itself, of course, right. for fuel, right? You will be, you will lose weight. Right, you will lose plenty of weight, <laughs> but you will have- Problems. You will have a lot of problems and you'll have n nearly no muscle mass. You won't retain any muscle mass. And if you do a body fat scan, like sure, it's gonna be low because you're gonna be malnourished, but it's still going to be high relative to somebody else with the exact same build as you at the same same weight, right? Right. There's a difference between somebody that looks jacked at 10% versus someone that's at, a, at the same deficit as somebody else that's starving. Right. Uh, yeah. Basically, if you're starving, you're just going to carry more fat. Now, mm -hmm. if you're if you're uh, if your daily uh, metabolic uh, burn burn is like 1,200, and you are putting in 2k worth of work, you're going to lose weight that way. Right now, that that's obviously extreme because now you're you're overdoing it, you're overtraining, and you're going to break down muscle that way. Also, you might, you might be below. But like, say 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 you're just overtraining, not overtraining, but say you're over uh, burning twenty percent of calories. So say you're burning fourteen hundred. Now you're going to maintain your muscle a lot more uh, while shedding fat. Like now, fat will actually be used as a fuel right. through this process. Your right? body so has to use something. Huge fucking difference between those two things, and they both operate under the law of thermodynamics. The same, right? Uh, so that's that's number one that's most important. Number two is uh, how critical it is to embody all of this in the lifestyle. And I think this is what uh, I wanted to speak to with regard to Liver King. When it comes to diet and nutrition, 
he really does do a good job of juggling all three aesthetics, longevity, and performance, in spite of the fact that it's clear by the emails that were leaked and it's clear by uh, the marketing campaign that he's putting out that aesthetics is all he really gives a shit about, mm-hmm. right? It's all about how you look to the brand and the, the community. For the social media marketing standpoint. But the lifestyle that he lives really does embody all three, right? And there's a reason for that. It's because uh, it is a lot easier for you to consume the proper amounts of food and to mitigate uh, or, I guess, um, I, I guess properly adjust uh, your caloric consumption when you're eating clean. Right? It's easy to balance your macros in a way that will serve your aesthetics, that will serve uh, your performance if you're eating whole foods. Right, So it becomes a lot more challenging if you're living off McDonald's or other <laughs> shitty foods. Right, uh, But you know, it's also not as simple as just saying, like, if you eat clean, you'll get skinny. Because that's not true either. Right. If you eat too much and you don't burn, you're going to still gain weight. Right. Yeah. If you eat steak, like a fatty steak. We saw a steak a day, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. It was easy for me to put on weight, but it's it's also because my metabolic um, burn is low. Burn is relatively low. But in any point. event, the whole point that I'm trying to get at is uh, Liver King does embody a healthy lifestyle. Um, I don't necessarily know that longevity is is very high in, uh, in, in his priorities, but these nine tenets that he speaks to, uh, the eating and consumption of organ meat. This guy largely uh, eats carnivore, so he's not very high in carbs. Uh, in the email, he basically says, I earn my carbs, right? So if I had a really tough workout, I'll eat 100 grams of carbs afterwards. Um, you know, I, I align with a lot of this. Like, this is basically how I build my diet too. Whenever I'm bulking, like, I might consume like 200 to 250 grams of carbs a day, which is effectively like a third of my. Uh, macros when i'm cutting i'm probably somewhere in the neighborhood of like 75 grams of carbs a day which is maybe like 10 percent of my macro consumption right and then everything else is just protein and fat and, and we're, we're just juggling it, it accordingly it's funny because i i was thinking in my head and i was going to ask like i wonder what he would look like if if he didn't like take all those steroids and maybe it's just you <laughs> yeah or, or similar to so, some something what, what you look like yeah. yeah i mean we have different body types for right, sure of course yeah uh but he might like look a little bit like um, like it just looked like a healthy less pronounced person yeah not not so jacked not like he'd, I'm with sure the way that be, he works right, with how hard he works I think he would I'm still sure. be shredded I, I think he shredded, could he easily carry himself at like 20% he right. just wouldn't have the volume right exactly right. the volume comes yeah. in from the PEDs yes that's what I mean he'd look skinnier yes much yeah uh, the amount of mass that he's able to carry uh, I mean he's I think he's like I said he's like 5'9 and I think he's like my weight 190, 195. Right, and, and he's at a lower body fat than you. Correct. So he's probably like close to half my body fat, nearly the same in weight, if not like a few pounds heavier, and a solid three to four inches shorter. Right. And potentially like lifts the same. <laughs> no, but, but way, way more, way, way, way more weight. Way than more. He lifts more. Okay, so he lifts, for sure, so he for lifts sure. more, he weighs the same as you, he's shorter than you, if and I could, has if lower I could body lift fat. More, if I could lift more, I would have more mass. Right. Right? It's just, I can't. Right. I, I can't bench press 400 pounds. Right. This guy probably can. Yeah. Right. You know? Just because of how strong he is and also being shorter is an advantage. And, still. you know, being juiced to the fucking gills. Yeah. And just having <laughs> like, a- being juiced to the gills is very important. Uh, there actually was... <laughs> very important. <laughs> there actually was a picture of him before... That's the 10th tenet. <laughs> yeah. The 10th tenet is being juiced to the gills. Uh, so, apparently, he did address this in a Rolling Stone article that came out yesterday. Mm. Uh, but he skirted all of the all the steroid stuff. He basically just kept calling it an event. So uh, like, 
they asked him about the emails being leaked and all this other stuff and he kept referring to it as a positive event that occurred because now it'll allow him to uh you know be forthright and yada 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 all this other stuff oh so but, he was gonna be forthright without it coming out anyway. he's gonna spin it yeah, of course yeah it's it's gonna be worth a lot can't hit the pr spin um i don't care anything about liver king to be honest this was just a complete excuse for me to uh, <laughs> talk about oh, nutrition right. yeah to just do like a dummy's <laughs> guide about, to nutrition and fitness yeah. which i i th like this is this is an area that like i'm so fascinated by it's such a young science i don't think people understand like Everything that I know is like one-tenth of what a guy like Huberman knows. And what Huberman knows is like one-tenth of what society will know a hundred years from now. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe even less. Like Fuck, when, it, when it comes to the sciences that we're very unexplored in as, as a human culture, it's the brain and, uh, you know, the body as a whole as far as uh, our ability to isolate variables and control for outcomes, right? We just aren't to the point yet where we can really control for aesthetics control for longevity control for performance like at some point you can't pinpoint them down correct yeah well we can't do all three together yet right you have to make choices and sacrifices mm -hmm. like liver king's willing to sacrifice his overall longevity and health in order to short term have aesthetics of a god right and who's to say one's greater than less than another you know everyone has their own life their own choices their own decisions it's just a matter about claiming natty and then having this whole brand behind it and then uh monetizing that is the issue that the general public has Correct. yeah and also the, the the big issue i think too is when we when we portray the industry as natty or not um what we forget is that we're looking at people who are at their peaks right so what what we're really asking is are these people who are in their 30s or in their 20s natural or not are yeah. they cheating and the reason we call it cheating at that point is because you are at your peak hormonal performance right right but when you start looking at 40 somethings 50 somethings why the fuck aren't you doing it right what, right what are you waiting for yeah yeah it's like saving timeouts with no time on the clock right right it's just like there's mm. there's if there's Jeff no Saturday. downside yeah it's like, uh, well, well what is the downside is there well none? the downside is if you put aesthetics above longevity right right there's a you, way to do this like uh you know i i i believe in the way that myself and, and my doctors are doing this mm -hmm. in the sense that uh i supplement very little i supplement glutathione which is a naturally produced uh, peptide in the body. Mm -hmm. I supplement, um, and it promotes, uh, sorry, um, I have it written down. You're just, basically you're taking things that are strictly longevity based, where it has nothing Correct. to really do with the aesthetics. Yeah, so glutathione stimulates tissue growth mm -hmm. uh, and, and basically just helps with recovery and reduces inflammation. Yeah. Um, HGH, a lot of the same. It, mm -hmm. it, it, it uh, it generates cells, regenerates cells, yeah. so it allows you to recover faster. Now, there are a lot of untested downsides. We haven't we haven't really examined HGH. Right. The idea is that if it promotes cellular growth and you have bad cells in your body, then it's possibly cancer. Well, Cancerous. cancer inflammation cancer is a born out of inflammation, right? So, we can we can dilute all bad cells in your body down to inflammation. Right. Right? Uh, that's that's the general prognosis for what uh, a bad cell is. But there are also a lot of things you can do to curb uh, or eliminate inflammation, right? So it's, it's it's why you do the sauna. It's why you do heat therapy, cold therapy. It's why you do stress therapy, uh, putting yourself under tension a lot, right? It's, it's why we sleep. There's uh, a lot of things you can do to help yourself. Correct. So it's just like you have to find a, a process and a regiment that you believe in and subscribe to it. But more importantly, I think you have to have a specific uh overarch not not necessarily overarching goal but overarching purpose right. right and so for me it's to have 
youth as long as extended as long as possible and then be able to perform within that within those boundaries right, right? yeah and everyone has their own kind of goals like my goal isn't to be like the most like i'm not trying to take steroids you know or like peds in order to get to like the most aesthetically looking person i can become right yeah and it's just a matter of finding out what it is i actually want and then taking the steps to do that mm -hmm. where at 2023 i have really good like growth from all these things i don't need to take hgh i don't need to take anything else correct at the if your then, hormones are intact there's no need to take anything right. unless you aesthetically want to change and the only way i would know is to blood work yes and i should yeah, you should do that anyway like right, i've been getting course. blood work done every quarter for like the last 10 years yeah uh th there's just no reason not to be and and honestly the whole reason i even started was because of a hormonal deficiency that i was unaware of oh really i was like super lethargic and i couldn't pinpoint why uh and it's because i was taking propecia so uh propecia is a dht blocker which prevents you from uh hair loss right okay. the problem with blocking your dht is you're blocking dht is a byproduct of testosterone uh or, or it's it, it works uh coincides okay. with testosterone so when you block your dht inhibitors you lower your testosterone you block your testosterone inhibitors and my testosterone was in the fucking tank yeah. It was like 140. Jeez. Yeah. And I, yeah. I was so lethargic. I would wake up and nap. Like when we were, we were joking, talking about when I was broke mm -hmm. and how I would wake up, go to the couch, nap, watch How I Met Your Mother. And every day was a struggle. And Andy talked about like how I had so much to do. I was exhausted. I was so lethargic. Yeah. My yeah. testosterone was 140. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was, it was that of an 80-year-old man. Exactly. You're just literally like dying. Your yeah. death spiral started then. Right. <laughs> so I finally got a blood panel done, saw that it was low. Uh, out of nowhere, kind of? No, I went to the doctor. I was like, look, man, I feel like shit all the time. I can't get to the gym. I can't do anything. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm getting fat. Like, and he said, you should get your blood work yeah, done. Yeah, he said, go get your blood work done. So I did. My testosterone level came back 140-ish. And he's like, well, this is a problem. <laughs> he's like, whoa, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> he's like, are you taking anything? I was like, yeah, Propecia. He's like, okay, well, that you know, let's get you off that. So I got <laughs> off of that, and it, it recovered to like 220-ish. Which uh, isn't that much different. And he's like, okay, uh, so... Um, he's you prioritize like, your testosterone of your hair. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Probably good idea. Uh, so at that point, uh, he said, uh, I want you to read this book. It's called Engineering the Alpha. Uh, and it was written by Arnold Schwarzenegger's trainers when he was competing for Mr. Olympia. Mm -hmm. And basically it just talks about like the diet effect, dietary effects. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of dietary things you can do to increase your hormones as well that will uh, promote HGH, that will promote testosterone increase. So uh, I got into a more carnivore diet. Uh, like Liver King's diet. Uh, yeah, I wasn't quite eating. Right, I, was, not, but exactly. I wasn't quite to the point right. of organ meat at that point. Liver King adjacent. But yeah, it was a lot of chicken, a lot of red <laughs> meat. Liver King adjacent. <laughs> You're a okay. Chili, a lot of chili. Um, <sighs> and, you know, I was able to recover to a stable level of like 400. And at that point, it was just like, okay, well, this is good. And he's like, yeah, it's good. But like, you know, you're 32. Can be better. It should be double this. Right. And it's like, okay, well, let's start to talk. You know, and he's like, there's just no reason to not take a maintenance dose of HGH at this point. And right. he's like, you should also be on glutathione because you know, you're going to have joint problems from playing baseball. Like this will help promote uh, re regeneration there and health right. and all this other stuff. And man, immediately I felt better. Right. So basically there are things that can help deficiencies that you don't need if you're at stable levels. And in that case, they would then be enhanced. Correct. And you're trying to maintain stability instead of being an enhanced state. Yeah, but the stability is basically like a fixed, a, a fixed point. Like I don't see a way, or I don't see a reason for me to ever let myself have my testosterone drop below like 600.
or be at 1400 correct i'll never i'll never go the other way either like right. i'll never take anabolic steroids to be a juice head right because where you're at but now when I'm 60, is healthy right but when i'm 60 and my natural testosterone is like 300 you i'm take gonna more. take trt yeah of course yeah. why Cause, cause why wouldn't you? wouldn't you right that's what it's that's what it's for literally it's literally what it's for right um so yeah i mean i find all this stuff to be fascinating uh i, I think that there's a lot of misinformation specifically in our community because we are an intelligent community that seems to be good at problem solving yeah so we like to take complex problems and simplify them. Right. There's so much just bad information of, oh, steroids bad, uh, these things bad. Where well, it's also just more so... A little more. Uh, yes, we're very good at solving problems and taking complex things and simplifying, but the problem is is that uh, we do that in a realm where we understand it pretty well. Like We understand poker pretty well. Yeah. Uh, the way that... I mean, better than we did 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the way that like a lot of the prominent figures in this community speak about fitness and nutrition, they're, yeah. they're one day into like they're day one of learning this stuff. Right. And they're already breaking it down to a simple level for everybody to understand. Yeah. Like for me, just walk, yeah. eat more or eat less, do more. And it's yeah. just like, stop this because yeah. there are people who are truly struggling terribly with like their weight, with their motivation, with all these things. And you're basically being reductive and saying, like, if you just got off your ass a little bit more, you'd be skinny. Right. It's like, no, they're fucking fighting genetics. Yeah, there's... there's the hormones gelatin. are out of whack. Right. For sure. Yeah, because for myself personally, when it came to how I looked at the start of this year, let alone at the worst I ever was, right, to now, I thought when it came to diet, it was, oh, just like eat clean, just... I didn't count macros. I didn't count calories. I didn't know how much of a deficit I was in. I still know what my BMR is, mm. but I just did the stuff that I thought made sense from just listening of, okay, if you eat clean and you don't eat garbage and you exercise a lot, you should lose weight. I would bet a fair amount of money that your testosterone level is at least 25% higher, if not 50 plus percent higher than it was when you were fat. I would agree. I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what my my levels were when I was when I was fat, but I was definitely like lazier. People don't understand like how much the metabolic uh, system impacts yeah. your hormones. Yeah. Like I when I when I was younger, or whatever. Like I, I always fluctuated with weight. I was either super skinny or like fat. I was mm. never in between, and I never had stability. So when when I was when I was fat, I just. It was always like, oh, like you have these things, this, that, genetic, this, that, who knows? But in reality, I was just, I was just fucking lazy, right? Like genetically, I'm fine. It was always, oh, you just inherently yeah, put but, on more weight. Yeah, and that, it's true. Some people that may do. true. That may be true. But whenever you, whenever you do hit those bottoms, it, it, it impacts you more biologically than you realize. Yeah. So it's more of an uphill climb to go from fat to skinny than people understand. Because it's not just your physicality that's declined. You've also taken a hit hormonally. Right. Right. Which and, makes you not want to do things. Right. So it's just right. like, yeah, honestly, so. it, you know, it's funny because the people who are juicing are the ones that are like trying to get that final little edge mm -hmm. and go from like the top 99 percentile to the 99.9 percentile and be stage ready. Right. Yeah. The true people who should be juicing are the people who are the bottom 1%. Mm. The people who are like massively overweight, like, because that jump start would kick their hormones back to a to a healthy level where they were at one point in their lives right you know where wherever they were whenever they thought to themselves man i used to be able to eat anything right yeah that's what this stack will do for you right right 
Like not diving. advocating taking the stack. No, no, no. Of course not. But like diet doesn't matter. Yeah. All that. It, it's ironic that he eats incredibly well because it's not super important given how uh, doctored his his hormonal panel well, he's is. He's the liver king. He has a you know. Thing. And we all know he's got liver a he's got king. a reputation to uphold. You know, it's for the social. For the well, social he had a reputation to start. He wasn't anybody at that point. Right. And it, it only costs twelve k a month. Twelve k a month, man. Twelve k. I spend like three hundred dollars on my supplements. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He was spending 12k a month. Yeah, I saw it was like uh he was taking some doses that were like four times more than professional bodybuilders. Yeah. Right, which are already taking doses that are like 10 times more than maintenance <laughs> doses. Right. Which are taking 50 times more than you. Correct. <laughs> Literally, uh, it, th- this is no joke. Like he was taking four vials <laughs> four vials a week. Crazy. I take one vial every 45 days. <laughs> That's the difference. Wow. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And I do it like worrying that uh, something might go wrong. Yeah. Or, like, that, like I need to correct my dosage and like lessen it or go off it at times or, or whatever right. the case. This guy's just fucking out here, man. He, does, he doesn't get he's drinking he's this shit breakfast, saying, lunch, and saying, dinner. Fuck it. We ball. Yeah. And he's balling. I mean, to be fair, not on a budget. <laughs> to be fair, applause to that man for, for how it came out. Like he is probably worth 100 million plus yeah he's a legend he looks fucking great he's a legend he kind of does look like shit though uh i mean like cuz right now well he was saying in the email that he just like doesn't sleep like how could you uh, his eyes are all bugged out of his head well he was saying basically that like uh he'll go to bed at like 9 p.m but stay in bed till 9 a.m just to get a solid six to eight hours of sleep because he wakes up so often. Maybe he's got to take... Uh, Where does he find the time? What's it called? Melatonin? No, 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 no. Melatonin's so bad. Is uh, it? Yeah. It, you get crazy dreams, I've heard. It's, it's really fun. I, I got fucked up off it bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, it's, it's okay if you really struggle to sleep, but it's not something you want to rely on forever. It's not an enhancement. Mm. It's not a sleep enhancement. Correct. Uh, your body, your body already produces it naturally. So, so these are the things that... Uh, these are also other warning signs. Like, when it comes to taking testosterone or, or steroids or whatever this is the downside that we didn't really talk about when you get off of it uh it's a problem because now your your body starts lagging you stop producing it naturally right and the same thing happens with melatonin if you start to if you start to rely on it your body just stops so when i go back to that um analogy of being a generator getting started in the cold well after coming off a cycle like this if he were to quit uh that generator would be like starting in the cold with no gas and the nearest gas station being like 20 miles away. Right. That's what I meant from like the fall. If you stop is going to be right. Because like the thing is, is that he can't even stop. He can only just like wean or right. wane off rather. Yeah. Right. So like he has to like wane off to a healthy level and then maintain that healthy dose and then start to slowly wane down and hope that his body can re jumpstart. But it probably won't because he's 46. Yeah. Right. And these are the pros and cons that he has to take into for himself when he starts to begin this journey on the on the sauce. I mean, yeah, to be honest, like he probably just made a conscious choice of like yeah. needing to look this way forever because I can't imagine being in that level of shape and being as regimented as he is. Uh, and then like 10 years down the line, just somehow accepting that you're going to be chubby. Right. You know? And yeah, I mean, he might just be on it for the rest of his life. Right, but his life will be short if he's at a 1500T level from now until the day he dies. Live young, die fast. I mean, with that much HGH and that much much testosterone, he is a heart attack waiting to happen. 
I'm I, I'm not a doctor. I don't know that for sure, but it's just like there's compounding interest with this type of stuff. You know, you can't maintain unhealthy levels of something. It might be like a case study in the next couple of years. Yeah. You know? Have you heard anything about cancer cells when you're taking uh, those kind of supplements? Yeah, that that's can, what I was can, that's what can, I was saying earlier. Um it it rejuvenates cells. And the idea is that if it rejuvenates good cells, it also rejuvenates bad cells. Right, right. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so if you do have uh, a lot of inflammation in the body, the idea is that you might be more prone to cancer. Um, there's, as far as I understand, there's no studies backing this. It's just kind of a hypothesis that's being okay. thrown around at right. this point. Um, and then who's to say who really knows? Because well, nobody knows yet. That that's for that's sure. The point. Um, but you know, logically it might make some sense. Yeah. And that's why I was just saying like, it becomes important to uh, put a lot of emphasis on uh, reducing inflammation in the body. Right. And you do that by sauna. You can do that by diet. diet. There's a million different ways. Um, but it seems like he lives a pretty lean lifestyle. Bro, from- his lifestyle will get anybody on earth to 12%. Exactly. <laughs> and and I mean, that's what we are saying that is a good thing. Yeah. But the, the thing is, is how sustainable is it? Right. Yeah. Can you work out twice a day, six days a week? Can you, uh, you know, walk twenty five miles on a day without off? the stack, right? No, like literally, like saying. the normal without person the stack, doesn't have do that kind of time. But with if you if you, all things are even, even, yeah, right? Of course, right. The only difference is stack versus no stack. Yeah, you course. will look. Could, right. some, could somebody with no stack actually live his life for a year? I don't know. I don't Probably know that not. it's sustainable. Right. Yeah, uh, right. he might be. He might be outputting so much work. Because of the stack. Right, of course. That it yeah. may just not be feasible. Definitely. But at the same time, if the normal, the, the layman, if you will, that is prescribed to the Liver King lifestyle, if they did what they could, they will look great. Like diet-wise, exercise once a day in some capacity, maybe have some rest days here and there, and follow these things that he's talking about, yeah. you will gain, like get results. Yeah, if, if, if you did the proportional amount of work that yeah. you're capable of, you would mm-hmm. get results. But my point is they wouldn't be as impressive. Right, of course. We, we are human. Not we as are, impressive as his. Correct. But just, it'd still be impressive, right? I don't think so. Defi- well, it depends on what your starting point is. No, not really. I, I mean, sure, if, if you're an overweight... Okay. Do you want me to try it? Do you want me to try to live the Liver King lifestyle? Well, you're younger. Yeah, like, no. it'll be a lot more feasible. Your, <laughs> your levels are going to at least be closer to his. Yeah. Uh, but the Live point, the Liver King lifestyle, the, no stack. The point that I'm getting is like if Conrad went from living the way he lives now to living like Liver King, uh, he hey, would, Conrad, he would be shredded. He would for sure be shredded, <laughs> but like you wouldn't be that impressed. It would just be like, oh, Conrad's in really great shape, and he tries really fucking hard at it. I mean, right? that's impressive. But like in we itself. look at him now, and it's yeah. like he doesn't try at all, and he's in better shape than me. <laughs> Amen. I mean, physically, aesthetically. That's because he's on not, the Pepsi and pizza diet. Yeah, it's it's only only aesthetic. Don't forget about the pretzels. Tri- triple P way to be, you know. Don't forget about pretzels. Conrad diet. Yeah. I'm hungry. Yeah, I am too. hungry too. Can eat some liver. Uh, I would eat anything you put in front of me right now. I would love to. Actually, we should we should have all brought in liver. Tomorrow. Mm, no. If before we close out, yeah. Could you possibly tell me your uh, your scale? You know that twenty-one point scale you were talking about earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it when it pertains to a mate. Um. Yeah, I've actually. It's <laughs> funny. I was just intrigued by I was that. Like, I, what just, scale? I just wonder what the what breakdown is. About it's scale? really funny. I've only ever had this conversation with a significant other, um, which I think forced me to be a lot more honest. Um, and what were the three things? Aesthetics. Uh, it's looks, intelligence, and humor. Okay. Um. Or I guess personality. Uh, it's personality because like you want to think about like not just humor but like humor, compassion. Uh, all that stuff, yeah, right? Ethics, um, if you will. 
I think when I was younger, it was heavily skewed towards aesthetics and uh, intelligence probably took the hit. So I think, I think when I was younger, <laughs> I was very happy to be like a nine aesthetics, uh, an eight personality, and then like a four, a four <laughs> intelligence. And uh, you laugh, but like, think about like where we grew up. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't like, I mean, th- uh, not to name names, but like, think about the girls that like were around us when we were in high school. How many of them would you immediately Based. wiped up when you were 18? Yeah, all of them. How many of them were rocket scientists? <laughs> Like they're, one, they, I think they were all one or two. Yeah, they were no. all rocket scientists. Well, their their intelligence obviously yeah, yeah. varied, but my whole point was what what they had in common is they were gorgeous, they were very compassionate, they were funny. Yeah, well, when you're well, yeah, when you're a teenager, well, that's you're, what I'm saying. I said one. younger me, you know, he did high school, he did college. We're talking about now. We want to now. Know now. Well, now he's getting into it. Yeah, I'm getting into it yeah. now. It's on, it's Brian. very different. Uh, now I probably prioritize. I thought I prioritized intelligence overall until I. Until I dated uh, a, a few very Careful. intelligent and very uh, cold individuals. So it's like when that gap is wide, like you can't take the hit at personality, right? Uh, I, think, I think you could have like a highly intelligent, highly compassionate person who's not attractive and that would, that would equal a win. But what you can't have is highly attractive, highly intelligent and low on the EQ side of things. Yeah. So I... What I'm getting at is basically, I think intelligence and EQ have to be on par with one another. Uh, so like sevens across the board, no brainer. I, I think that that's like a layup. Uh, I think if you change the scale to 20, which maybe be, or may be what it originally was, because that way you have the, you have to sacrifice something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if you change the scale to 20, like seven, seven, six with six being uh, aesthetics would also just be like a huge win. Um, but I could even see a world where, like, I, basically what I'm getting at is as I get older, I think there's a combination. Like, I could see a world where I could, I, I'd be happy with eight aesthetics, uh, seven intelligence, six personality. I could see a world where I'd be happy with, like, eight intelligence, seven uh, personality, and six aesthetics. Now, where do you think you fall on that scale? Um, <laughs> I was going to say fives across the board, but I don't know what... <laughs> I don't know what we'd do with the extra six points, to be uh, honest. Uh, no, like I think I'm very average in in most in most categories. I, I do, th- I do, I do think I'm funnier than maybe I actually am. You have your moment. In my head, I'm think, very witty. Yeah. Uh, in reality, I don't. know. I would think your intelligence is is definitely more than your looks. Mm. <laughs> Damn, yeah. Ryan, what the fuck? I'm just messing around. No, guys. you're not. Guys are attractive. <laughs> I, I I think guys are. I don't know how girls do it. I think we're hideous creatures like if i had to look at us all day long <laughs> you speak I'd, for yourself man. i quit i like the way i look i guarantee i'll get there yeah i mean you like the way you look with what you're given you know you're a dude how dare you <laughs> what's the best you can hope for yeah. like there are some objectively attractive guys that exist yeah but like they're mm-hmm. they're like somehow on the spectrum between uh like like human and ai barbie doll <laughs> You know, it's just like they're not real. Is That's what those creatures look yeah. like? They're yeah. aliens, but they're real. What's your scale? You're young. Don't do this to me. Man. Don't you're, do you're it young. to me. Don't do this to me, man. It's 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 like your younger scale, but I I can't. I don't know. I have to think about it because well, the problem, not, the, 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 problem issue, the issue is I won't like in the sense of call it settling, not settling when it comes to points and the way that I perspectively see things is I don't I would not settle. 
you know, but that's not that's not the game, right? Mm-hmm. The game is you have a point system and you have to play the point system. Yeah. Right? Because you can't say, I, when it comes to dating someone, this side, whatever, I would only take, call it X, X, and X being high numbers. What I know to be true is the older you get, the 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 more important intelligence and EQ become and the less important aesthetics become. Yeah, it's yeah. not even close. Intelligence. Like every time I've answered this question from the time it was asked and beyond, it's, it's, I yeah, always it's drop the aesthetics. But yeah. I, think you, I think you have to because like when it comes to the call it personality part that's not when it comes to the intelligence was like personality intelligence and aesthetics if you're saying that someone has like a three personality it means you don't like being around them yeah right and that is unbearable well you can just change it you can change it to aesthetics iq eq so if somebody has a three EQ, you can still tolerate that. I know plenty of sociopaths that I'm, I'm, I'm fine being around, <laughs> but like, you know, I don't want to mate with them. Well, that's the issue, right? Cause you're asking about, it's about the mating. This issue. is the problem. The problem with asking a 23 year old is there's this internal conflict between your dick and your brain, right? Or, or better, better stated your dick and your heart. Your heart's like, Oh my God, I just want somebody who like, who will get me and you know laugh at my jokes and understand when it's I'm true. hurting a little bit and give me a hug. It's true. And then your dick's like, nah, fuck that. I want a fatty. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, you you, you I deal don't with this, play this game, man. You play this game for like a decade, maybe even a little bit longer. And then yeah. eventually like one of them starts to win out. And either yeah. you become the sociopath because your dick won, or uh you, you become an enlightened individual well, that, and you change your scale. It's interesting because that the, the scale is different for everybody. Right. Yeah. When of course. It, not to like what they. Well, find I think it's valuable. reflective too. Yeah, it's reflective. It's like the lower you, you are on on EQ, for for instance, uh, either the more you're going to seek EQ or the less you care about it. Well, and yeah. generally, it's probably going to be the less you care about it. And well, then in some cases, like we see certain people will call it like higher value, lesser value of being able to chalk up more points on the perspective scale. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like they're attractively good looking. They have high IQ. They're very smart, and they have high EQ. Right. And then when you, we call them unicorns, right? Because it's hard to find, and maybe because they're nine nine nine, and the scale is only twenty one. (laughs) Exactly. It's like how does how does that happen? You broke it. But what you do as an individual is you try to max out the scale as much as you can. Well, also, what happens is when you find a unicorn who's a nine 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 across the board, and you go, "What the fuck? This scale is only out of twenty one. How did you do this?" And then you get to know them. You realize that you start plucking points away. Yeah, (laughs) right. Exactly. It goes from the ceiling to the floor, and some you go floor mm -hmm. ceiling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Interesting, man. I I know I'm skirting the fucking question. Yeah, yeah. You haven't done a good job of answering at all. No. I can't ask these two. They're wifed. <sighs> I got tens across. Yeah, the board. tens across yeah, the board yeah. for Brian. Yeah, of course, of exactly. course, of course. Because Guapo does. I can't ask Guapo. He's fucking got vasectomy. He doesn't care. <laughs> it's all over. He put boys. all 21 points into aesthetics. <laughs> <laughs> right, because if because uh. once you. With the twenty point Actually, scale, that, with the twenty I mean, point scale, once you once you put an eight, it becomes very tough. To be fair, to be fair, nobody really qualified. Uh, I don't know that this is a, a a zero to ten scale here. I mean, stop. It could be a zero to twenty one, right? Like you could just say like I want them all in this basket, and I'll take zeros in the it's other department. I was about to say, give me a ten, ten, one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> this seems quite possible. I can't. I it would be unbearable. Ten, ten, one. I think I, we're going to go out of 10, okay? We're mm-hmm. going to go out of 10. We can't, we can't point allocate basket. <sighs> I'm right now at this very moment. <laughs> Fuck. All right. We'll do this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> think uh, about it. Come back with an answer. You need a night to sleep on it? <sighs> yeah. I would go, I would go eight uh, aesthetics uh, IQ. I would go seven and then six EQ. 
Mm. I would go eight seven six. I call bullshit. Okay, that's fine. Lamana wants to eat so bad he doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would sacrifice more in the intellect for EQ. I no, I, I bet you would. What defines what you mean by like, I, what's the I, difference? What's the difference between a a seven and a five? Like from the IQ scale, uh, a one twenty and a one ten. No, one twenty and a hundred. Five is average. Right, a hundred is average. Yeah, I. When you, you're talking about someone I would like actively date for a long time and see a future. Yeah. Okay. Well, sleep on it. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. I don't like this question. We'll, we'll be revisiting Landon's scale. Uh, I hope you guys found some value in this. I, I enjoyed nerding out on a subject that I'm very passionate about. Uh, I don't want to nerd out on the scale anymore. I, it's hard. <laughs> What's the solver say? <laughs> I apologize if uh, if it got a little bit too deep into the into the weeds, but um we'll be back tomorrow with regular scheduled program we'll be talking poker we'll be talking landon's uh scale uh we'll be talking lamana scale which is actually just the zero or one uh it's very binary scale <laughs> uh very easy we'll, we'll just have a, a smasher pass segment for him alone and uh we'll be uh previewing what's to come the following week as we start to get into the wpt kickoff at the win oh i have a question Exciting. oh the, the ch someone has a question for you are you going to be on the juice no or the dunk bet uh no but i'll continue my <laughs> regiment right as it is uh look i'm telling you i i woke up the other day and i felt fucking good mm. i'm just right. saying I, I i felt fucking played good. some leapfrog or something no nothing i just you know i got out of bed and i was like Phew, i feel good i Didn't think i, could, I think i could dunk a basketball uh, on that note, we'll be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. as usual. We'll see you guys then. Later. Peace.